Hey, it's Mark Marin, and if you're hearing this, you're listening to Live from the Barrage, which is, I'm not going to say it's sort of a ripoff, but, uh, but well, I mean, it's not quite a ripoff because there's more guys, I guess, and there's a bar involved, but I don't, I'm not saying I invented anything, but I'm just saying, like, I'm glad these guys are, you know, doing good with it, right, I guess, and I, yeah, no, I'm happy for, for them, and they do a great show. And uh, I guess the reason I have this attitude is that, uh, was I asked to be on? No, I was just asked to record this fucking promo at an event. I was, I was sandbagged and cornered by this guy. I don't even, it's just Tommy a, Rockstar. What? Tommy Rockstar. Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> yeah, to record a promo, not an invitation. Hey, maybe you come talk. No, hey, we had Mike White on, Steve Albini on. We do a great show. Could you record a promo? Not like, could, could you come do the show? But, but it must be a good show, I guess. Apparently not good enough for me. All right, am I done? Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. The What's your favorite radio station? I from the garage. Look like at the cycle <laughs> walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound Live from the Barrage. I saw The Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? John Hulan, fuck you. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. Uh, I'm your host, John Hulahan. We are here uh, for our new listeners, if anyone's out there who hasn't heard the show before. We are on every Friday night right here on Radio Nope at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So tune in. Next week, uh, we'll have, uh, I don't know, God on the show. Jesus Christ himself. We do have a guest next week. Do we? Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, Joe Gorlick. Oh, Who's oh, Joe Gorlick? Uh, Joe Gorlick <laughs> is the drummer from... Psychedelic first? From, and, no. <laughs> from, from Punk Rock's Red Hair. Yep, uh, Garden Variety. And Garden Variety. Blue Tip, I think. Who, right? And Blue Tip. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's Sounds an exciting great. guest. And Captain John, he's going to be in the studio with us. All right, very nice. And uh, thank you, Brian. Thank you. I'm here with uh, the whole panel of guests here. Tommy, uh, Ryan, Brian, and uh, of course, Mario's even here early. Hello, Mario. Wow, what is this strange place? <laughs> uh, people in the chat box are saying, don't pander to the newbies, let them figure it out on their own. <laughs> well, anyway, we're here on Radio Nope. We're live from the Barrage. We're happy to be back. We're happy to welcome this week, uh, you know, maybe the, the biggest guest I've had, we've ever had on the show, uh, Mr. Mark Marin. Yeah. Of uh, the WTF podcast. Amazing. Very good. The Matt. Prince of Podcasts. And uh, his show on IFC and a million other resume items bullet points and uh we'll be we're i'm really excited to talk to him also of course uh very nervous i have lots of questions and uh that's what an interview is right i ask questions 
And then he'll answer him, I, I think. Don't worry, John. Don't be nervous. It's You know, telling someone not to be nervous is like, it doesn't work. It never works. That always backfires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like when, uh, you know, like you're in a... You're in a, a state where a tornado's bearing down in your town, and people are like, be safe. I think what the key is here. Be is, safe. Is the to, fuck? It's a tornado. What am I supposed to do? Go down to the basement. I, I'm, I did that already. Be the, safe. The key is to imagine Mario naked through the whole the whole time. <laughs> oh, God. God. No, I want to, you know, I don't want to I up. can't do it. I can't destroy this radio show. <laughs> Congratulations, gentlemen of the barrage. Congratulations. Tommy, you did it. John, you're going to ace it. All right. It's well, going to be great. It's, Thanks, it, Mario. It's like I'm, I'll be turning off Mario's mic everyone throughout the interview, so don't have no fear. Yeah, it's kind of funny how this all happened. Basically, we ran into Mark uh, in Brooklyn a few months ago, and uh, for those of you unfamiliar, he we were just shooting the shit at a screening that he was at. He was doing a Q&A at BAM, and uh, we ran into each other, and he showed interest in doing it, and here we are. Right. So He's a good man. He's uh, going to get down and dirty with the, with the, with the people. Yeah, with the, with the dirt the bags of Queens. It's called giving back. <laughs> well, he was from Astoria. He's got. He's probably got some good Slovakia stories. We'll ask him about his little time in Astoria and all sorts of things when he calls in at eight thirty, which is twenty five minutes from now. Keep it, keep it right here, locked in on Radio Nope to hear our interview with the great Mark Marin. Thank you, everyone, for listening. So, how you guys doing? How's your week? <laughs> oh, getting over a cold. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, what great. I'm standing next to you. Yeah. yeah the I best also have it, a cold. You're a sandwich. Oh. Oh. See, whenever someone has a cold and they're like, oh, I'm getting over it, they're always full of shit. Like, you know, it's a, don't worry. I'm not contagious Wait. anymore. How the fuck do you right. know? You I, got it this morning and uh, now you're getting over it. I brought you a nice thermos of chicken soup. The Jewish penicillin. <laughs> Care for a bowl? Uh, Brian, what about you? Are you sick or no? I was sick and tired. What you, of what? Of Mario's bullshit? Oh, no, no. Mario. I haven't been bullshitting that much this week. No. I lowered the bass, everyone. Uh, people saying it sounds bass heavy. I tried to fix it. I'm also nasally because I'm getting over this cold, I, and I'm coughing like crazy. You know when you're like coughing out the last yeah. bits of it? It sucks. Yeah. yeah. Hate it. Hello. You want the soup or not? I was so sick, and Conan Neutron started uh, messaging me about crap and like giving me shit, and I was going to throw my phone out the window. <laughs> Boss man Neutron's giving you directives? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sick. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then he was like, oh, apologizing to me. Mm. And stuff. Uh -huh. I fixed it. The only <laughs> thing you, Conan Brian. ever Brian, says to me. you're the new buffer. You got to take care of my boss man Neutron uh, work. <laughs> take care of my light work. All right. I'm on it. I fixed it. Thanks, man. Brian Musikoff, of course, uh, joined the cast of the program three weeks ago or two weeks? Three, I, three I like weeks, having two. Three? I, I think two? he's good. Who? I, I like having him. I think he's good. Brian? Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. I say I'm not a fan myself. Well, <laughs> give him a chance. It's in my contract. You can't, you can't get rid of me. I'm written in. Brian's doing a great job on all fronts. All you guys are doing good. Gee, I think the show thanks. is hitting a, quite a stride myself. A big improvement. I like it. It's, on it's, what? It's been a lot of fun. Lately. On the uh, usual crap that goes on here every week. <laughs> You're a real booster for this show. We had mozzarella on. last week. He did bring mozzarella. That's true. <laughs> you think that's the, the sign of like the show sure. going down the tubes and people bringing fresh mozzarella <sighs> yes. as a bit? Remember, a $22 calzone saved this show for about a month when we were at <laughs> that dry spell. <laughs> <laughs> the Mutz was a special guest. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's still in my freezer. We keep all the guests in the freezer. <laughs> After they come here, Andy Chernoff's hanging in there like, uh, and the the theme, the ending, the, Layla is playing with the piano part, yeah. and Daddy Longlegs, his icicles hanging off their noses like the end of Goodfellas. I'm more surprised you guys are here and not at the Mets game, man. I got to give you good props what, for in that. In Los Angeles, well, yeah, I thought TV. you guys would fly out. That's what the TV have on TV. Someone on the chat board is correct. The, the mozzarella cheese is called the Mutz. No, oh, you got it. You Stop got abbreviating. It. 
<laughs> yeah, those Mets. I have a current lawsuit going on with the Mets. What do you mean? <laughs> Is this real? Uh, I, I noticed that they upgraded their prices when they sold the NLDS, the division series, that's after, I mean, the championship series, which is after the first series. Right. The first series, they honored their public pricing, which was $65 a ticket. Right. The second series, according to their published list, should have been $75 a ticket. It was 125 mm. So now I shot off emails to MLB and, like, every team that's in the playoffs. What's your ticket pricing policy? Because the ticket pricing is set by MLB. Wait a minute. You wrote every team in, in Every Major team League that's baseball? still in the playoffs. In all caps. He writes, <laughs> every team he writes still in the emails to, to with, the Mets in all caps. With no punctuation. No. no to no, the no, Mets, I sent it under pseudonym <laughs> because I, I know that I bother them too much. You might I, as well write it in blood. I You're like a maniac. I got replies from all the teams on their ticket pricing, and they're, they're in conflict with what the Mets are doing. What I think the Mets are doing is illegal, so I'm going to get my friend J.P. J.P. Scarosa, whatever his name is, the lawyer, to draft your, the letter. Your friend and cousin, a friend for 20 years, you don't know his last name? Scarola. That was different He's from the first one. another chooch. Hey, hey, Mario, why why do you have a silver teaspoon? Is that the spoon? I'm going to eat some soup. I is told the, you. I brought chicken oh, soup. Oh, it's for the soup. Well, I it's smell in a, it. It's in, a sippy, it's in a sippy cup. It's in a giant thermos. You know, he's, got like, he's got like the adult version of a sippy cup. This yeah. is uh, a... From the Federation of Nurses. They take good care of you. We salute okay, you well, and your hard work we're thankful and professionalism. Mario Thank uh, you, sir. thinks the Mets owe him his life. He doesn't even have season tickets. He bought a 10-game plan and sold half of them. He went to two games. Oh, my God. I'm making money hand over fist. Please keep Son winning, Mets. Listen, I'm not saying anything. Listen, I'm going to the game. You're coming. Ryan and uh, Dave Harrison's coming. I mean, these, but these tickets are, cost, are going for an arm and a leg. Wait, now I'm going? No, uh, round two. Let's make it round, to round two. two. Right? <laughs> it's crazy. Of course, we're all excited about the, the Mets being in the playoffs. Uh, uh, you know, it has, it's been nine years since the Mets are in the playoffs. I mean, uh, tonight is the first playoff game. At, thank God it's at 947. Yeah. There's a couple good things about the, the game not being at home. First of all, we get to interview Mark Marin, and yeah. it does not conflict with that. Yeah. Second of all, it's raining cats and dogs outside. Yeah. The game would have probably been rained out. So who knows? Yeah. Now, uh, and third of all, it starts at 9.47, which means our interview with Mark will probably be over by then. He won't have to endure us screaming and yelling throughout the interview. Right. Well, like, That's uh, true. Oh, no! Yeah! Well, we can't, put like the, we can't put the Ranger game on now. Oh, the hockey? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not as exciting. Well, being that Mark's in L.A., I wonder if he is a Dodgers fan or a Yankees fan. I don't think uh, he's what? a sports guy. No? I'm going to ask him about that. But if there were a team, let's find out what his yeah. baseball team would be. Sure. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that everybody in this room is wearing Mets gear but especially special shirts that you guys are wearing right now. Right. Uh, Tommy was nice enough to make us these uh, Mets-style limited-run Maroons T-shirts. Yeah, baby. Oh, can you hot. put a picture of that shirt up, Tommy? It's up. Facebook friends of the it's show up. can find it on our Facebook page. But And, yeah, they're, and where, where do I find one? Uh, in the box right behind you. Ah. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Patrick Walsh. Yeah, baby. Hey. hey. There he is. Now we have a full cast. Full, We're ready full, to rock and roll. Full, full pirate ship. <sighs> what do you guys want to do for the next 19 minutes? Take a break. Oh, well. Prank phone calls? No, no breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Very Let's excited. talk about all the things we want to ask Mark, but we're not going to ask him because we'll probably like bust his chops if we do. No. Well, I don't want to talk about the interview until the interview happens. All right. Can I just say no. that three years ago I told you this was a great idea and you all laughed at me. No, we said all no way this day would happen. Will you listen to me? Three years ago when we started this, he's one of the first people I emailed. Was he an influence for you, John? Honestly. Uh, no, back then I really didn't listen to the show. But since then, I've listened to a bunch of the episodes. I really like the, well, r- like the program. I'm a fan. 
Big I, fan. I thought he ripped you off when I tuned in <laughs> IFC. I came like, he started like his a lunatic. in like 2009 or yeah, something. Mario, he's got 644 episodes. Room. It's a bi biweekly. They come out every Monday and Thursday. Good. WTFpod.com to listen to those. I was listening to a bunch of the interviews. Uh, I listened to the so, Barack Obama. I listened to the Matt Sweeney, which was a lot of fun for me because I love Chavez. And uh, I think Sweeney's a really interesting dude who uh, knows a lot of people. Like, he's just connected to everyone in the music industry. So I want to ask him about that. Yeah. What, what made you start a podcast then if it wasn't the me? Mr. Marone? I always wanted to have a radio show. It was a dream of mine as a small child growing up in Florida. I remember that day you, I put on my cassettes and you were listening with fascination. And you said, I was gonna, I'm going to start a radio show. I laughed at you. Well, you know. <laughs> you laugh at everything I do. And do I get things done? You do, man. I do, everything I say I'm going to do, I end up doing. What right? I would do for a sandwich meant for a homeless man right now. I said I was going to hand out sandwiches to the homeless. I've done that. I said I was going to start a radio show. I d I've done that. Right. I tip my hat to you. I said I was going to uh, uh, make a pizza show. I'm, in the, I'm doing it. That's right. You know, doing things. Mario called me within five minutes. Of I you said I was going to do the dishes, show. and I did it. Well, of you announcing your show within five minutes, three years ago, he calls me, and you know what he's saying? Ryan, this is going to eat into our poker time. <laughs> yeah, he's very upset. we got to put a stop to this. Yeah. Well, Mario is <laughs> the kind of guy with, with you know, when, when things are happening, and, like, Mario starts the quiet revolt against me. If I have an idea, like, oh, I want to charge everybody $5 for poker. This is too much cleaning up after these guys every week. He will start a quiet revolt. Out of earshot and tell everyone to gang up on me. And the I same am thing more with than willing to pay. He I put tried $5 to destroy the, the radio show yesterday. <laughs> That's the Conan jar. Oh, well, I'm paying somebody. <laughs> and at the end of poker, I do pay. And you can have your podcast. I'm just thinking Thursday night might be better because everybody with a life is doing something on Friday nights. Except for us. Except for us. <laughs> yeah. And our listeners, they're all yeah. doing something. They're listening if to the you don't have a show. wife, this face is, it, you have a life. It, Mario, this is something. <laughs> well, I work at night, so. You know, I only have a couple of days, and one of those days has to be band practice, which hasn't been happening lately because uh, Dan's been stuck How's at work. How's that working for you? Uh, not good the past month or so, but uh, hey, you know, we'll get it back together. And uh, th these are the two nights I have, band I, practice and radio show. I like the lead singer of that band of yours. Good friend of mine. Who's that? Mr. Pat Walsh! Hey. Pat, Patrick, uh, what do you have there? Some kind of a hockey hockey siren. Hey, what's this prop here? <laughs> I got something. a Budweiser red light. <laughs> <laughs> so when Pat's team scores a goal... Is that the Yakka Tracker? <laughs> <laughs> Pat, was that the thing you were telling us about? It's Wi-Fi enabled, so when it goes, the team scores in real life, it goes off? Yeah, it's a Wi-Fi connected goal light. Oh, so, no. <laughs> it's tremendous. Oh, so wait, no. if the Islanders score, and you said it to Islanders, the... the the, it knows to go off? Yeah. Or you have to do it manually? No, no, it goes off on its own. Holy shit. A fucking uh -huh. nightmare. Oh, That's crazy. It's going to be tremendous the first time I get high and forget that I own it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's also going to bump our caller off the radio. Ryan, Ryan, quick, score a goal. Let's see if this thing works. He shoots. He scores. I got to wait. I'm still setting it up. I got to jump on your network, man. Yeah, but Can you set it for every time the Mets hit a home run or score? Exactly. What other attributes? Hockey? No, that's this apple over here. Right, the apple's going to go up. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Pat. To, I'm sorry to report that Chicago Blackhawks are beating the Islanders 1-0. Oh, well, you know, they, they do have the cup. <laughs> Here's really? The Rangers beat them yesterday. Here's a dilemma. If Chicago and the Mets both advance, we've got a split audience out there, right? What's the chat box think? What? Chicago and the Mets. I mean, that's a big audience of ours. Oh, if we end up playing the Cubs? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be yeah, like brother against brother. We're going to have a lot of fights on this show. Oh, yeah. A lot of fights. Well, let's get past the first round, please. Right. Yeah, let's fine. do that, yeah. Yeah, let's just have some fucking idea. fun. Really? We haven't been in the playoffs. We. 
Haven't been in the playoffs since, since 2006. I, I, stand, I stand by that we, by the way. Yeah, I mean, you know, my favorite thing about Keith Hernandez is that he always says we. Yeah. And it's like, like you're he's still the, on the team. broadcaster. You're, yeah, like he's still on the team. I like that. Good job, Keith. I like yeah. that he loves the team. But you know what it is? I mean, we're here year after year. The players, they come and go. I mean, a lot of them are legend of the team, and they're all part of the alumni. But that's right. We're the ones that are invested. We're the business investors of the team too. We're the one putting money that's into right. this. Correct, business investors. It's entertainment, and baseball players are mercenaries these days. Except when you sue them, Mario. I'm not suing the players themselves. Just MLB and the Mets ticketing pricing practices. I'd be very frightened of his lawyer because I heard that guy's name and it sounds like he's a leg breaker. Salido <laughs> and Ball. Scott Oll. Scott J.P. Scott Oll. Scott Oll. Right. Oh, Close. my own. I'll take care of that thing for you, man. <laughs> now that's Italian. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm sure J.P. Scarol, your lawyer who comes here to play poker, will take on the entire Mets team of lawyers. I'm sure that'll go well for you. Shows up in a shark I like suit. his, uh, <laughs> it's like Salino and Barnes of Crackpot Laws. Uh, wasabi and Scarolo. It's like that Simpsons where they come to, they come to, Mr. Burns comes to Homer's door and all the lawyers are there and he's like, you want to come in? And they all huddle up. And, yes, he would. <laughs> <laughs> I've got in, uh, many other big corporations to bow to my demands. Yeah, right. I will, oh, I will prevail. Trying to answer it. What's going on? Hey, call. You're on the air. Hey guys, this is former President Bill Clintron. Call. Hey. Oh, hello, hello, Mr. Clintron. How, how are you? The President of the United States, Mr. Bill Clintron. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey, real quick, you know what I want you to ask that uh, Mark Maron? What's that? You know, this guy's got a TV show where he uh, he writes himself into a situation where he has, like, a 20-year-old hot girlfriend. Right. <laughs> I want to know how I can write a 20-year-old girlfriend into my life as former president of the United States with a <laughs> wife who's running for president of the United States. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. President. Wow. Mr. President always folks President Bill Clintron always fo- focusing on the the uh, the women, the women angle. Always trying to get No, a- no, no. What, what I'm concerned about is the, uh, you know, it's the, uh, the, 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 the flow, the flow of the story. I'm interested in storytelling. Right. You want to keep the story know- moving. How does it work for him, and how can it work for me? Right, I understand. Well, I mean, you know, you're the president. I'm sure you can get an audience with Mark Maron. I'm sure you can call him and uh, be on the show. I'm sure he'd love to have you as a guest. Are you upset, Mr. President, that he's interviewed Barack and hasn't reached out to you yet? Well, let me tell you something, and that's Mario over there. Yeah, Yeah, that's Mario. Uh, By by the way, Mario, I think you're a great American. I think you stand for exactly what we all want to stand for. I'm tearing up. Thank you so much. I'm swelling up with <laughs> patriotism and pride. It's a proud American. It's a proud American, Mario. What are you doing tonight, Thank Mr. President? So what are you up to tonight, Mr. President? Well, you know, uh, I'd rather not say. <laughs> uh, are there cigars I'm involved? Into what we, I'm, in, I'm into what we call black ops. Okay. Let's <laughs> ah, do a little se- secret mission. Right. See, we could have the president on, too. It's not that big of a deal. Mr. President. With, with, a, with a wink and a nod, I call it a black op. 
Right. Your, your show might be a little too blue for basic cable. Yeah. <laughs> Clinton after dark. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. President. We appreciate anyway, it. Anyway, I just like I, that's all I want to ask him how he gets the twenty-year-old uh, ladies to pretend to be his girlfriend <laughs> for an hour at a time. All right. That's all I, I need. Thank you so much. I've written it down in my notes, Godspeed, Mr. God. President. Thank you very much. There he goes. There's President Bill Clinton. Godspeed to you, sir. Yeah. Yes. He's a good man. I like I that guy. I don't want to speak ill of the president, but do you ever get the feeling that all he cares about is having sex with women? You know, to each their own, I guess, you know. I voted for him twice. Get the out. man's retired. Conan Neutron, you're on the air. Hello, gentlemen. Hi, hey, Conan. Conan. How are you? Hey, man. Conan Jeez. Neutron. Hey, so first of all, the, the two things I want to say, I'm going to get the fuck off the phone. Uh, yeah, right. First of which, I'm incredibly stoked for you guys. I think everybody should be aware of the fact that the Radio Nope stream is more than ready for this incredible moment in history where Mark goddamn Marin is going to be on live from the Verizon. You said it, bro. You're going to be rich, Tony. Yeah. I know. Somehow that'll be turning into breaking even. Hopefully. Conan, people, have, people uh, have been putting a couple bucks in the Conan tip jar here. We're going to send you out a nice uh, $50 PayPal this week. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm ready to retire, apparently. Well, watch out for that truck backing up. <laughs> That's two calzones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put, I, down, so th- watch his fucking legs. <laughs> I put in a Chuck E. Cheese coin. Yes. I made a spreadsheet and make sure everybody pays first of the month. <laughs> I put in a Gretzky bill. All right, Conan, what is, what's going e- on, e- sir? Every, everybody should be very clear about the fact that uh, their favorite radio show is on the air with an amazing guest, and they should let every human being know. We have more than capacity to be able to handle it, and it's going to be an amazing time. I have, I have absolute faith in you guys. And as, as I said earlier today, John, I'm sure you're going to stick the landing. I'm not, I'm not worried oh, at all. We're off the air, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, this is, we, we always love our, our corporate pep talks on the air. <laughs> right. And, well, and well, Conan, I, I always love I love I always love the fact that Saint Houlihan there always somehow manages to turn it around to like like him being uh, you know, like, you know, high maintenance dude. I'm the, uh, I'm the victim here. Turns into me uh, apologizing to him for being a dick. And I was being a dick, to be clear. Yeah, it was kinda uh, dicky. <laughs> Oh, what'd you it's say to good. me? I said, uh, he goes, oh, it was something about the stream that I wasn't promoting the Radio Nope archive because it's not the edited version. So I, he goes, uh, I said, I usually promote the edited version or something I wrote. So he writes back, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. To be clear, I thought that was a pretty good comeback. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I would have I would have done the same thing to you, and uh, which is why I bowed out gracefully. I didn't have the. I, I was too weak to fight <laughs> that day. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to say, listen, I'm sick. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I thought you were being a gentleman. Well, that's uh, yeah, sure. I'll go with that. So, Conan, what was the second thing? We are we're all friends here. We're all the uh, you know the Avengers of, of rock and roll, radio, nope, et cetera, et cetera, ad infinitum. All right. Um, I'm, I'm I'm stoked to hear it, man. And uh, yeah, everyone, uh, tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a friend of me. Yeah, it's radio, Get on that, it's it's Radio Nope time, baby. This is the flagship program, and uh, we're 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 taking it to the top tonight. Do you know where I could go to hear Cutting Internet's radio? Radio Nope. <laughs> yes. Nope. That's the answer. Thank you, right. Chief. Thank you. Thank you, Conan, for letting us all do right, this. Right. And uh, thank you for putting together this uh, wonderful radio station, which uh, we're all happy to be a part of. Who, who's the guest on Protonic Reversal this week? 
We had uh, Phil and Sebastian from Trans Am, and it was, yeah. it was, it was nice. a great time. Trans Am kicks ass. Nice. Kicks ass. Yeah, Love that it was, band. It was real good. It's real Sweet. good. If you're into that kind of thing, and yeah, I am. Listen to Conan's show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Protonic Reversal. When is that on? Thursday nights? Thursday is at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. He's got great music guests uh, such as the Melvins and the guys from Trans Am and a bunch of other dudes. Like it's great. It's a good show. We've been we've been on a roll lately. Like it's, yeah, it's you been guys nice. have. You guys have been getting great, now, nice. I guess. It's been nice to not suck. You know, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all it's right, a matter of taste, I believe. And uh, all right, thanks, Conan. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Take care. All right, later. Bye, Conan. Conan Neutron, Bossman Neutron, head head cheese at the Radio Nelpa. <laughs> Boss Halls. <laughs> Old man Neutron. Old man Neutron. Old man. Calling in with a pep talk. <laughs> Don't call me Chief Conan. <laughs> Oy vey. He didn't say hi. Mario, can you leave and, show, and come back at 1030? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to knock on the door? <laughs> yeah. No, just come in. No, I'm fine. here. Deal with it. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. We're going to have a good time. And uh, For our new listeners um, and our old listeners, Mark Barron should be calling in at uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, which if you're in Chicago, that's 7.30. And if you're in California, it's fucking 5.30. Yeah, dude, Day's just starting. He's calling us from rush hour traffic in L.A. And if you're on, in Australia, it's July. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mark will be in Australia, actually, October 15th, 16th, and 17th. That's right. And, uh, or as we know them here, October 12th, 13th, and 14th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go see Mark uh, Marin in Australia and uh, try to not fall off the face of the earth because it's upside down. Upside down. Ah. He, uh, yeah, he'll be at, a, I think, Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. Brisbane. Brisbane? Is Dovey Brisbane? still out there? Dovey now lives in ca- uh, Canada. So uh, we, oh, all, we, we still have one Australian listener, Stack O'Buck. That's right. <laughs> Jesse. Known by name. Yeah. So, dog, as, dog, Isn't Dog Hugs? What's, it, what's that guy? Yeah, Dave, that's Dovey. He, yeah. he moved to Canada. Now. Okay. But uh, the problem is, like, uh, this guy's like, oh, can you send me a new one of those these new shirts that I'm wearing to Australia? And I'm like, I'm done. This is a short run. I'm not internationally shipping anything. Yeah. It's a pain in the fucking ass. It costs more to ship it than the actual shirt. Yeah. I mean, I just shipped one to England. It was 16 bucks for the shipping. Uh, a risk reward shirt. Sixteen bucks. Sixteen That's bucks. insane. Well, Put it in late, a cereal box and it weighs, call it media mail. It weighs less than a pound. Well, if David pays for it, he could get it. Right? Yeah. So that's going to show up in eight weeks. No, because I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm too lazy to fill out the form. God, I'm sweating in the fucking. I'm trying to get to work. I'm sweating in the post office. There's like sweat dripping off me as I'm a, filling out this custom form. Yeah, give it to your intern. I got a whole pile of those custom yeah. forms. One time at the post office, that's a good and idea. Filled them all out, right. you know, and put yeah. my my name and address on that. And I was like, okay, well, now they're halfway done. It's still a drag. There's, and why is there not enough room to write out these addresses on them? Yeah. Oh, no, there's no room at all. Yeah. And and first of all, international addresses are these long-winded, crazy addresses. You yeah. need the room. Mm. It's like, forget it. I sent this thing to this guy, uh, Ryan Chooch Watson, and his address is like has a thousand numbers. Then there's like he lives in Essex, and there's like London. They're postal the UK. codes. Those postal codes are like default Wi-Fi router passwords. Oh, yeah. They're like 22 characters long, Zs like in them and stuff. <laughs> It's horrible. I hate it. I hate sending things overseas. I am, you know, I'm happy that you guys appreciate the show and want, want a t-shirt and stuff. It's really not that F- Fuck deal. off. 
it really, it really isn't that big of a deal. So, because I'm an old softy, I'm going to send him a T-shirt. I agreed. To, so. We have the king of merch here on staff. We, we should, do, Tommy. Yes, sir. We need some snazzy website where people can make donations and buy shirts and swag and hats. And- yeah, that's called LiveFromTheBarrage.nyc, and they yeah, can just send right. it there. Well, we're out of Maroon shirts, and this is a very small run of the Mets Maroon shirts. So we really have no merch to to sell right now. Thank you. Yes, I, we I, have no bananas. In <laughs> honor of our guest, I covered up my, uh, and uh, what did I cover up? My ES on Maroon. Right, so you're wearing a Maroon sticker, but you've covered up the ES so it says Marin on yeah, your hat. That's right. That. Yeah. Can you can you post pictures of the chat? My yeah, much has themed the guest who shall be calling in shortly. Yeah, I have to put one of you guys in charge of like Instagram or something. Yeah, I can. One day I'll give you the password. I forget what it is. Right. I think it's Instagram. <laughs> One, two, three. Listen, you, we all have roles here. My role is to really? fuck up. The rest of you guys do important jobs. <laughs> I thought my role is to do everything and then also wrangle you in. Mario's roles come out of the back of the, the dumpster up behind the bakery at the end of the day. <laughs> I used to, I used Mario's roles. I used to live in an apartment off of Main Street, and uh, you know, I was fucked up all night. And we used to steal the rolls from the morning. It was great. Like fresh bread, hot. Down and you'd be, on you'd be drunk. Street. It'd be like four o'clock in the morning. And they, they just leave this gigantic paper sack. It was like four feet tall full of rolls for the deli below. I do. I remember that. That's great. deliver those. Those were delicious. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Free, free bread. I got a free mattress today. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> That brings us to our sponsor, 1-800-MATTRESS. <laughs> <laughs> Leave off the last S for Stu Nuts. I, I bit the bullet. I bought an expensive bed for my daughter, but then it's like, wow, wait a minute. These things need mattresses. And I'm driving to work. I see this man leaving this house, like, putting out box springs and uh, posts, and he's got these mattresses all wrapped all right. up. Uh-oh. Wait. My- yes. Hold on. Hey, uh, call. you're on the air. Yeah, hey, it's Mark Marin. Hey, Mark. How's it going, man? I'm all right, buddy. Hey, thanks Thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Can you yeah. hear me okay? I can't. I just I don't understand the lack of excitement or enthusiasm. <laughs> yes! Oh, Mark! <laughs> all right, everyone. Calm down. Thank you. <laughs> you took us by surprise. Mark Marion is a stand-up comedian, and he's the host of the extremely popular WTF podcast, which you can hear on uh, WTFpod.com, iTunes, and how, if you would like to subscribe to the full archive, which I recommend. He's the star of the television program, Marin on IFC. He'll be in Australia October 15th, 16th, and 17th. He just got done interviewing the president of the fucking United States and Keith fucking Richards, and he joins us now by phone here on Live from the Barrage. Thank you, Mark. Wow. How are you, man? Wow. 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 That was a hell of an intro, man. When the hell did you learn how to do that? (laughs) I learned it today. Uh, After 150 shows, I decided to use my printer to print something out. I like it. It's amazing. It's amazing when you have coffee to read and you've been doing it a while, how good you can make it sound. But why bother with that, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) When you do those live reads and stuff on on the podcast, do you cringe or is it like, is it tough to do the live reads? I don't know, man. You know, it's like it's got its own rhythm. It's got its own thing. Some of them are fun. I'm obviously not doing things I I haven't approved of or don't want to do. I know what it is. So I try to engage with it. You know, sometimes it's it's this weird moment where you're like, hey, wow, I'm doing radio guy. And, And it's not always so terrible. I don't mind it too much. Right. So, I mean, you've uh, you just got off 
you just got finished in July interviewing the president, and this is an amazing thing. And I was wondering if it makes you happy. Like, does it bring you happiness? It's something that we like you, having you on the show should bring me happiness, and I'm happy about it. But does it really? Does having the president on or having Mark Maron on really like make you happier in your daily life? It doesn't work that way. Uh, do you? <laughs> I don't know, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know what, um, you know, I don't, I have a hard time to, determining the difference between uh, being happy and being relieved. So right. we know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, like, I yeah, can't wait for this to know? be over. You know? <laughs> did, did you sleep the night, did you sleep the night before? Because last night, I, I, didn't sleep, I kept I didn't waking sleep up. Great. Okay. You didn't the sleep. night before we talked to the president? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sleep great, you know, because there was a lot of commotion around the house and, you know, the day before and leading up to it, and I'd just gotten back from a trip. And um, so I slept a bit. I wasn't freaked out, if that's what you're asking. Mm -hmm. I was nervous, but I wasn't freaked out, and I primarily just tried to stay focused so I could have, you know, so I could connect with the guy. You know, it was just me and Brendan, my producer in the house. There was a lot of Secret Service around, but they kind of spread out after a while. And I was just kind of playing guitar, going over my notes, and trying to stay in a sort of uh, a zone where I could behave like myself. Sure. And I think I did pretty well. It took a few minutes uh, when he came in, but I, I haven't really listened to it. I've listened to fragments when people play them uh, at things where I'm appearing and stuff, because I don't really listen to my podcast. Right, but right. But it's not really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I saw that they they locked down your whole neighborhood and everything. Were the neighbors like all uh, freaked out? There's that married guy well, messing up the neighborhood. Yeah, I thought. Can you hear me? All right, because I'm on the I'm in the car. You can hear me? Okay. Yeah, you I can hear you good. What are you, are you uh, driving? I, I, well, there's a lot of you talking. I feel like someone's getting cut off. I don't want to cut anybody off. No, I don't want to cut any jokes off. Any powerful jokes that are being made. <laughs> well, there's five of us here, but uh, six of us actually. But we're trying to. Yeah, uh, please talk go ahead. It. I've tried to. I've had a. I had a show meeting where I tried to rein everybody in. We we'll see if we we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> no, we're doing good. Uh, well, you know, I thought some of the neighbors would be upset, but they weren't really. The one neighbor who's kind of like a slightly paranoid, off the grid type of dude and his wife. They're like, we're getting out of here. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But well, every, everybody else is pretty excited. My neighbor, yeah, yeah they were the, the one next door, the retired guy with the snipers on his roof. He was thrilled. And then, then the other neighbor, they, <laughs> they got a little daughter. So that was exciting. Some people lined up on the street to see the motorcade. Right. So they weren't really pissed off. I mean, the neighborhood was inconvenienced, but they, they knew what it was about, and they knew it was me. I mean, it's a pretty small neighborhood. So everyone sort of knew that the neighborhood would be fucked, and it was my fault. But they were also excited that the president was coming to the neighborhood. So. Right. And when, now that you, uh, you know, I see, I kind of see where you live when I saw this video of them locking down the neighborhood. And you live in, like, a regular neighborhood. Since now you're, like, you know, huge, do people come by and, like, try to, like, gawk at your house and, like, look in the windows and shit? Take like that? photos. Sometimes. I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm not some sort of megastar. You know, usually the people that are curious about it are, you know, fans of mine. Uh, there's been a couple of weird instances, but, I yeah, sometimes people leave shit or they, you know, they I see them sitting out front and, like, I'm like, what's up? And they're like, wow, you're here. And I'm like, it's my house. So it's a, it's a little weird, but uh, but it's not, like, daily. 
there's no there's no tour buses going by. <laughs> <laughs> right, because it's not like you're behind a, uh, a you know some kind of mansion uh, steel gate. You're just on the street there. Well, you know, it makes me a little paranoid. But again, like you know, generally my fans are they're 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 pretty good people, and I'm not I'm not such a mainstream celebrity that you know uh, that anybody is going to give a shit about me. It's pretty specific, right. so it, it's been okay so far. Didn't you have a uh, a, a a fan show up on your doorstep one time, and because he misinterpreted something that you tweeted as a challenge to find your house or something? Oh no, that was a guy. That was when I was living with my ex, and she was um, she was always freaked out about fans in general. And uh, some guy just came to the door, and I was on the couch, and she answered it, and she's like, he said something, she's like. Uh, are you kidding me? Mark, you deal with this. So I came. There's just some dude, little looking dude. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, hey, it really, really is easy to find your address. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, well, what do you, what do you want, man? And, and he was like, well, I didn't really think it through. I, I didn't really expect you to be here. <laughs> and, I went, yeah. <laughs> and then I went outside, and I'm like, all right, so you did it. Now, what do you want? He's like, I don't know, man. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I said, you know, I said, it's kind of weird and creepy and it's not cool. Yeah. And then I noticed there were two chicks. There were two women. I've been driveway kind of looking embarrassed. And I'm like, what's up? Who are they? And uh, he's like, we're in a band. You know, I'm the drummer. And then they come walking up and they're like, that's all good enough to do it. I'm like, well, it's pretty fucking weird. You know, it's pretty weird. And, you know, you kind of freak my girlfriend out. But, you know, you really shouldn't do this shit. And the guy was like, yeah, I know. And then I, like, waited a minute. And I'm like, you want to see the garage, Joe? You kind of want to see the garage, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we do that here so, all the time. Do you do that there all the time? Yeah. Yeah. There's constantly uh, people, this tour is going through. My, 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 but my chick was pissed, man. And I get it. You know, it was, like, not really the right thing for me to do, but it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. The uh the uh the podcast. Did you you just finished got uh interviewing Lauren Michaels? Was that weird since uh you know during your SNL edition? I don't want to give too much away. If the is the did that podcast well, come out yet? I'm not going to give anything away. It happened and uh, everyone's just going to have to wait. Right. Cuz you were you say you were high as a kite during your SNL edition, right? Pretty high. I wouldn't say high as a kite. I would say Medium high, like you know, minor at that time. I probably took you know a couple of hits off a reasonable fucking joint right. before hybrid hot. Um, you know, and and I was about four or five hours probably into that, so just a little residue buzz, really. <laughs> ah, the good old days. Yeah. Go ahead, Tommy, Tommy Rockstar, who who apparently I know you don't do many of these interviews, so I appreciate you being on. But apparently, you've taken a shine to young Tommy Rockstars as he as he uh, ambushed you at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Yeah, I mean, you know, he seems like an earnest fella. Seem like you guys are. Yeah, I don't do a lot of these only because I don't know how many times I can say the same thing. Right. Just feel like a, I'm being used to uh, to sort of get somebody else's thing going. Right. Which I don't mind, but there's a lot of things, you know. I mean, do you, well, now that you mention that, is there anything that you haven't said? I mean, er, you know, everything in your life has pretty much been recorded on tape. Like, is there anything that, that you haven't, that people, like, don't know about you that isn't accessible by, it's all out there, right? I don't know if it's all out there. I think, I think that's impossible. 
But, you know, I always, you know, I always work through stuff and think about new things. And there are certain things that have happened in my life that I don't necessarily think are, are out there. It's just a matter of who's talking to me and, and the moment, you know. I mean, I, there, I surprise myself with stuff that if it's out there, it might have been a long time ago. But usually my thoughts are, uh, like, I, I, I did something in an interview the other day where I, I thought of something and, in the moment that I never really put together before. So it happens. And obviously I, I do keep a little bit of a private life. Right. Do, you, do you ever have that? Like an, <laughs> an epiphany while you're uh, interviewing someone like, Oh man, I didn't realize this about myself. While you asked Keith Richards, that question. All the, all the time. That's you know, one of the reasons I do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the time. There's all, you know, like this morning I interviewed, um, Adam Resnick, the, uh, the writer, and, uh, you know, we had a great conversation, and there was some some kind of cathartic uh, moments where we both realized stuff. I mean, that's the beauty of conversation, really. Right. Mark, I wanted to ask you, as Tommy Rockstar here, I was listening to your interview with Keith Richards, and I, I just basically, my jaw dropped when I heard you light up that first cigarette in 10 years. I have to ask you, what was that like for you? Like, if if I was going to quit smoking, and I'm which I'm trying to. Uh, trying. The only person do that, it. The only person I would light up with would be Keith. So what was that like for you, man? Because you must have swallowed your pride and really lit up right there. I don't know. You know, I was sitting there with that cigarette unlit for like 20 minutes, and he just eventually threw a lighter at me. Right. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I kind of knew. I kind of knew that I was probably going to do it. And, you know, I'm on the nicotine lozenges again, so I didn't really think I would start smoking again or that I really wanted to start smoking again, mm-hmm. but I did enjoy that cigarette. Oh, really? I was going to ask you, but t- <laughs> you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, when I try- it tasted disgusting after years, but you enjoyed it. No, I love them. <laughs> it's so hard, man. I've been smoking since I was 14, and it's it's like such a part, yeah. part of my life that uh, I... I, I Dude, how, how old are you now? 40. Yeah, we're yeah, man. 40, so... Yeah, when did you quit? <laughs> I quit when I was about 39, 40. Yeah, well, is that right? No, maybe a little earlier than that. Like, uh, let's see, probably 2001 or two, maybe 2001. Right. So, 1993. Yeah, I was about, yeah, I guess I was about 40. But, like, it's over, man. I feel like I was a little younger than that, maybe 39. Yeah. But, um, I had a couple over the years. Like, I had one when my divorce was finalized. Right, right. And um, I think I might have one other one. You know, I smoked a half of one for some reason. But uh, but I, I don't really... I, I'm out of that habit. You know, people ask me, like, why don't you vape? And I'm like, why would I want to, you know, you know be... You know, sticking an even more stupid-looking thing in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, <I> was, <laughs> Pat's oddly quiet. As uh, Patrick is vaping away, now actually yeah, right. smoking a regular cigarette. Nah, I'm smoking. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Go ahead, Brian. Music off. Do you have a question for Mark Mayer? Uh, I do, but before that, is everybody in the barrage a smoker? Pretty much. Not this you. Is, this, is, this is one smoky garage. It's man. horrible. That's why I'm kind of glad you're not live in the studio, Mark. Because I mean, the, with the smoke, could you handle that? Like, I mean, uh, when you're out on the road as a, as a comedian. It's a, it's tough. How do you avoid all this partying and drinking and every place is a bar essentially and there's you know I don't know, you know, I let people smoke whatever they want to smoke in my garage. You know, I usually have, you know, a few beers around if people need a beer. I got you know, Lemmy look like he needed something. <laughs> so I you know, I gave him a beer. I don't mind if people smoke weed in there. I don't know, you know, when you get when you get sober and you stay sober for a while, 
you, you know, it's, you just you don't want to think about it that way. You know, there's right. no like I'm not really itchy anymore. I don't I don't ever think about it. I I don't even think it's weird. It does, it's weird about how the brain works. You know, if you're if you get sober and you kind of you do the thing to sort of you know fix your brain. You know, you know, go to secret meetings or whatever. You know, one of the things they say is that the obsession will leave, and it sort of did. You know, I just don't. I don't even think about it. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have any craving. Yeah, occasionally, I feel a little uncomfortable, and sometimes my brain will be like, you nice smoke some weed, but I don't, I don't have any active craving. So the triggers haven't really hit me, thank God, but, but so I just don't think about it. It's not that hard. Yeah, Mark, I, this, is, this is Brian. I still have dreams that I, I quit. I still have dreams that I smoke. You ever get hit with that? I've had a few dreams over time. You know, one time, really, what really gets fucked up is if you don't drink anymore, mm-hmm. and you accidentally pick up the wrong drink. Uh, <laughs> and, like, because, like, it's been a long time, man, and, like, you get this mouthful of booze, and your whole body, every cell in your body is like, is it back on? Let's go! You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you just, it's so it's so charming, man. You just you just light up like there's this moment. You're like, oh god, no! And you spit it out, but your whole body is like, oh, we were so close, man. You know? <laughs> that sensory memory or whatever kicks in, and that's it. It's it's party time. Mark, you're calling it's in. Kind of, you're calling in from Los Angeles right now. Yeah, I'm in my, my car. Like, I, I wanted to see if I'm glad it's working well. I'm driving. I'm in traffic. I just wanted to have that experience with you guys. <laughs> LA, traffic. LA traffic. Yeah, you, you sound great, so don't worry about it. And Mark, you were, in, uh, <laughs> you were in New York recently, right? You were here this week, right? Yeah, I did a New Yorker festival, and I did, uh, you know, I did the Lauren interviews, and I did, um, I, I spoke out at Princeton. How was that? It was kind of interesting. I probably should have prepared more. I mean, I don't know. You know, I was in the same hall that Einstein delivered the theory of relativity. You know, I guess I didn't... Like, in my mind, like, I think on some level, you know, like, uh, you know, I didn't realize that it was sort of like a big deal to be asked to speak at Princeton. But I, I wasn't even really clear what I was fucking supposed to speak about other than me. You know, so like... <laughs> hey, man, it was kind so of I, think fun. That I, I know that Steve Martin was there, and he prepared... And like you know, there's all these big people they listed who spoke there, and I kind of like I kind of winged it, you know. I brought some clips and some pictures, and I had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. But then they're like, you know, 45 minutes with a Q and A, and then I'm coming up on 45, and I haven't even got to the clips yet because I can't, you know. <laughs> If I get on stage, I mean, I, I'm going to talk for an hour and 15, hour and a half, just, right. just what I'm used to, I guess. So I think I could have tightened it up, but it was cool. It, it worked out pretty well. Hey. Uh, uh, did you notice that uh, I saw a friend of mine, uh, Seth, who uh, was is something to do with Princeton, where uh, we posted uh, that we were waiting like for the email back to confirm. Like I knew you were going to call in, but I was like, ah, yeah, just, before I say anything, I really would like an email saying that it's hundred percent. And then so my friend Seth is like, hey, I'm having dinner with Mark Marin tonight on Facebook. I'm like, listen, man, I'm sending you as a spy. And you have to ask him at dinner. <laughs> did, so did a strange man ask you at dinner if you were going to do the show at Princeton? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah who was that guy? You know, the writer? Uh, I don't know what he does now. I used to be, I was in a band with him years ago. He lives in Jersey now, Seth, so I don't really yeah, Seth, talk yeah. to him too much. But I was like, hey, so wasn't, wasn't he part of the faculty or something? I, I guess. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. Like, he was a guy. Like, does he work over there? 
You know, I honestly couldn't tell you what he does. I just saw, I'm like, listen, man, just try to slip it in at dinner, you know. And, hey, hey, you doing that show, man, you know? Well, if you were at that dinner, you know, that was like this weird kind of faculty dinner, a bunch of professors and shit. Oh, yeah. What's his last name? Ditchick. Seth Ditchick. He's in the chat box right now confirming. Oh, right. oh he is. There he is. <laughs> Validified. Hey, hey, Mark. He gave yeah. you he gave you books, he says. Right. Mark, when he you what? Gave oh, you... he gave you the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in charge of their publishing house. Uh yeah, he mentioned it. Yeah. I didn't I thought it was all set. I thought they said, I don't know, I thought it was all set. No, my manager, I know, but I never uh, confirmed you. I thought my manager took care of it. She did, she did. everything's <laughs> everything's good. I just get nervous that you know, something right. like, Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I get nervous too. Right. But sometimes, like, I get nervous and I don't really want the person to come. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Mark, when you were in Princeton, did you get to go to the Princeton Record Exchange? I did. It looked great. Yeah. Like, I went through some stuff. I was almost going to buy a few. Like, it seems like the, the, the real place to look there is the new arrivals. There's, like, five or six bins of, like, you know, two, three hundred deep of new arrivals. And yeah. there's definitely some stuff in there that looked pretty good, but sometimes when I'm on the road, I'm like, wow, well, good. I got to drag this. I got to sweat this shit. No, they could mail it. Probably, what? They could ship anything you want. Yeah, I know. I, know. I didn't have time. It was hot. It was sweaty. And I just, <laughs> like, only saw one record. It was, a, like, it was like a, you know, an early Todd Rundgren record from, like, Naz Naz, that first band. I didn't even like Todd Rundgren that much. So I, you know, I was just sort of interested in it because it was old, and I wondered if it would help me like him. And then I talked myself out of it. Right. <laughs> How many records do you own? Huh? How I'm... many records do you own? This is Mario. I don't know, man. It's, like, got to be a couple thousand now. Hey, no. Are they in the garage or are they in the, in the house? No, they're I, they're in the second bedroom, and you know, I just saw them on the floor here and there. They start to sort of take over your house, and I get a lot of people sending me records because I'm going to listen to their records, and so I try to listen to them or at least once, see what sticks, and then I have to decide what do I really need on vinyl versus, you know, do I give a share because I just have it on digital, and then sometimes I bring records down and trade them in. Right. But I've got some pretty good records. Yeah, guilty. I, you know, I got to... I haven't been gonna listen to, to to pet sounds again. Like I was never a huge Beach Boys fan. I like them a lot, but like I can't get past the sort of saccharine nature of their music. And everyone loves pet sounds, and I love it. But I don't. I, I and then I saw that movie on the plane, the Brian Wilson movie. And I'm like, I gotta listen to it again because it's pretty. It's pretty amazing, but it's you know it's still the Beach Boys. Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. It's still the Beach Boys. It's interesting, but it's still corny. I'm guilty as charged as one of those people who sent you records. Oh, Pat, you sent Mark a record. I sent. I. I Sent Mark two records, I think, of our <laughs> band Risk Reward. <laughs> Which one? Wait, wait, what's your full name? What are they called? Risk Reward. It's like a, it's like R slash R is the logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. How long did you send that? Oh, uh, probably a year and a half ago, I guess, somewhere around there. Yeah, wow, I wonder if that made the cut. I'll have to go look. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, uh, I was listening to your interview with Matt Sweeney, and it was uh, you should really listen to more of those Chavez records because that's one of my favorite bands. And Hell it was yeah. it was fun to listen to the interview that you were just like, oh, you know, I was just checking out Chavez here and there. Listen, Sweeney has so many like uh, musical connections with everybody that he was such a great guest. I love that interview, man. That was awesome. You know, some guy wanted me, you know, Blake Mills was like, you got me Sweeney. And then, like, you know, I kind of saw some shit. I kind of, you know, like, looked into Sweeney a little bit. I'm like, this guy seems like a, a fucking character. And he looks harder than he is. He's not, he's really pretty sort of like a, kind of a sweet guy. But, you know, you look at pictures of him, you're like, this guy is hard. Right. Yeah, he's like a fucking tough dude. He's, he's not, you know, he's kind of a, you know, he dresses really uh, kind of history and, 
and he's a really nice guy, and his dad is a professor. And uh, but yeah, but to talk to him, it's like, come on. And now, dude, I just I, I, I hang out with him when I'm in New York. You do it for a little while. Sometimes I have a meal or something. He's Owen Sweeney. He just moved into the building that's on the cover of Physical Graffiti. <laughs> oh, really? No shit. St. Mark's? Yeah. Recreated. That, yeah. That is such a Matt it's Sweeney a, thing to do. <laughs> it is, right? But he claims it's like it just happened, man. Like, really? Yeah, really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we need to, we, we need to uh, like, like edit him into the Waiting on a Friend video. Yeah. Oh, the best was when uh, I, I played with Sweeney once in like a pickup country band, right? So Pat, me and Pat were playing in this band, and Sweeney comes into rehearsal, and I didn't recognize him, but I knew all the Chavez records and stuff, and I'm playing with this guy for like an hour. And then Pat, pull, yeah. pull, he pulls me aside. He's like, hey, man, you know, you're playing with Matt Sweeney. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? He's like, that's, that's him. How did you not recognize him? I think that's what I think that's what's kind of cool about him. He's not like a he's not like a showboat, you know. And I think he has a really good feel for a guitar. And what he thinks is interesting is not really like uh, you know virtuoso stuff. It's, right. it's sort of like you know feel and sound, and you know even like you know how much you're going to hit a note and stuff. Like he, I, he like he, I learned something from that Super Wolf record, and also from just talking to him and him showing me that Arnold Burnside riff. You know, like that. There's like you. You can really appreciate very simple stuff, and 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 that's really where the beauty is in the music. Right. Sometimes he's he's playing to the song, and uh, when when he uh, when Mark's talking about Superwolf, he's talking about that album with Sweeney and uh, Bonnie Prince Billy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that fucking record, man. I, I don't even like that record's mind blowing. I like Bonnie Prince Billy, but it's like it's almost like I'm, there's too many records. Like, yeah. You know, like, you know, I keep getting these records, like, drag two or seven records, like, oh, my God. It's like, and Ty Seal, too, who I love, I love both of them, but I can't keep up all the time, you know? I kind of get hung up on one record, and I'll play the shit out of it, and then, like, you know, then all of a sudden there's, like, well, three new records came out. I'm like, I don't have time, man. you got to pace yourself so I can, you know, fall in love with the record. Well, I, I have friends who do that same thing with me. They'll talk about a band. They're like, you never heard of that band? I'm like, how many bands do you expect me to listen to? Like you yeah, know, like how many hours are there in the day? Like like I'm sure it's great. I'd love to I'd love to hear it, but I don't you know I don't have all the time. Yeah, now, and, and now I just ended up now just I in the last fucking two days I've listened to uh, Neil Young's Tonight Tonight like four times in a row. <laughs> so like, sometimes it's sort of like nah, I just gotta get back to this. Back to the classics. I, like you know, go deeper into this genius. Now, Mark, you were you were spending some time in Astoria out here in Queens, weren't you? you yeah, I lived there a long time. Yeah, we're not too far. We're over in Cushing, so yeah. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, I, lived at, uh, I lived at 30th Avenue and 37th Street. I had that place for probably about 15 years, I feel like. Oh, right so time. The tour bus went by there. <laughs> you got to uh, come back to Queens. This L.A. is uh, it's not working out. It's bullshit. Favorite spot to eat in Astoria? <laughs> I used to go, like, I, I used to like the Neptune Diner, but I liked the uh, Kiklides. Kiklides. Mm. Seafood restaurant Walsh. over on Dittmars. Yeah, yeah, I'm crazy. Yeah, and Ilya's Corner. What's that? Yeah, Ilya's Corner is okay, but I like that Kikaidi's better. Huh. I actually, when I first, I used to, when I first moved there, I'd actually go to Uncle George's. I didn't know any better. Hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been. Uh, how's, the, how's, the, how's the TV show going? I'm sorry to switch uh, gears here, but I, I don't know how That's much. That's right. What about that place, like Captain's Table? That place is pretty good for TV. That TV's place is good too. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, we God went. Damn. We went there for uh, um, 
my friend's bachelor party. We uh-huh. had it was great. I like that place. Yeah, yeah, it's good, man. Uh, TV show's good. We haven't announced uh, we're doing another season, but we are. Nice. Great. Ah, so, you heard it here. You're breaking news, man. Live from the Barrage um, exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, we, uh, we kind of left, left the Mark character in pretty rough shape, so... We sort of had to do another one to get him cleaned up, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, and not, not only that, you let the cat out of the bag again, Mark. <laughs> I, I like God the, damn it. <laughs> I love the show because it, it's, I, do you feel like a loyalty to put these, like it, it, it features my favorite comedians, Eddie Pepitone. I'm a huge Pepitone fan. I think the guy's a genius. I love him. And Kindler and guys like this. You feel a loyalty to like put them on? I mean, there's that episode, any show that has Eddie Pepitone as a ghost in chains jerking off is like the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah, I love Eddie. You know, I'm just glad because we, we did kill him. So I, I you know, <laughs> I was glad we could bring him back, bring him back as a ghost. And Andy, Andy, I've always loved. You know, I like Andy a lot. And you know, Andy's really, uh, He's an interesting actor. I've never seen somebody more on before the cameras roll. Oh yeah, uh, it's like. A, it's kind of fascinating. He's like, he won't shut up, and he's hilarious, and as soon as the cameras go on, he just flattens out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Another Queens, but, uh, Queens guy, Andy Kindler, from Whitestone. I love Andy, and Dave Anthony's become sort of a, a big fixture in the show. He's very funny, and I've known him forever. And I was, I always like using comics. Like, I was a... The episode, the Stolen Joke episode. Right, right. Uh, Joey Diaz was great. And I and you know everything. Like I like using all the comics I can. My one of my favorite things about Kindler is he doesn't uh, live by this comedian's code, like where you're not supposed to make fun of other comedians. He doesn't give a shit. He just calls people out, like Gilbert used to do with Dice, and you know they're just like screw that. Like this blue wall of silence. You're not allowed to make fun of another comedian. Do you? What do you think about that? I don't know. You know, I've gotten a little more open-minded about, uh, you know, what our job really is. Like, you know, you can call out whoever you want. Right. But, you know, calling another comic shitty for some sort of integrity reason, you know, other than stealing, you know, if someone's a hack, yeah, so what? They're a hack. Right. You know, if somebody, you know, uh, so you know, it's just sort of like everyone's got their own opinion. I think uh, that generally I'm, I'm willing to be a little more forgiving now because, look, you know, if you can do the job and people want to see you, it's a tough life, and you've obviously put some work in. Yeah. So, you know, good luck with everything. <laughs> right. I, I, have a, I have a problem with, you know, because it's a hard job. You know, and no matter whether I like, you know, Bill Ingvall or, or whoever, Larry the Cable Guy, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't listen to him. I don't care. Like, even Dane Cook, like, Outside of his, uh, you know, uh, stealing Louie or whatever, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Do I? You know, it's like, do, what am I going to do with that guy's audience? It doesn't mean anything to me. So, you know, are people necessarily stupid who watch them? I don't know. I've just become less, less judgmental around that. I have a bigger problem with people who call themselves comics who aren't. So, like, you know, my beef is really like, you know, people who assume, you know, because they do a couple of uh, comic-run shows or, you know, they've been doing it two years at open mic, that they call themselves a comic, that fucking rubs me the wrong way. You know, because, like, there's a lack of respect for the lifers. So I'm much more willing to be forgiving 
around, you know, whether or not I like a lifer's comedy or not, uh, as opposed to some idiot who's been doing it for years and is getting a little traction and, and paid no dues at all and calls himself a comic and doesn't even do anything original. That fucking eats me, man. At, at, what, point, uh, <laughs> at, at what point can you call yourself a comic, then, in your opinion? Like, uh, four years seems like a long fucking run to me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's uh, your uh, your character on the uh, on the IFC show uh, is is definitely a lot more hardcore than that. I'm assuming it's based on uh, on uh, feelings you had when you were younger. I don't know. Is my character hardcore about about comics? I mean, look, you know, well, I mean, one of my one of my favorite. I've had a conversation, you know, within the last week or so about you know a fairly popular comic. You know, uh, hacky. Like, I have those conversations. Yeah. Do I need to do it publicly? No. Nick. Can I do it amongst my peers? Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm some sort of fucking Buddha. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, like, I don't need to publicly attack people. Because generally, in the culture we live in now, you, know, that, you better really be behind it because it just makes you look small. So, it, you know, it just depends on what you want to do publicly. Do you want to be the guy that, you know, shits on a guy for a joke that's stupid and then just, you know, be, you know, have to be taken to task by a bunch of idiots going, why are you so insecure that you have to lash out at other people? Why, 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 why? And then so it's like, what the fuck do I need to answer that guy? If I want to sit around with a couple other comics and go, that guy fucking sucks right. and I can't stand that he's fucking getting stage time, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I I was doing that earlier. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite lines actually in the IFC show was uh was the uh, the therapy episode uh with Yeah. Yeah. Uh but uh but where uh, uh the woman who was playing your girlfriend says to the therapist she goes he gets really mad at me because I like the big bang theory. What's so wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can't stand these sitcoms, man. I can't deal with it. They're terrible. I just don't understand. Like, you know, it's like, in, like the weird thing is, it's like, by the way, so like, what determines, for me, what determines a comic, usually, and it's, it's a little different now because it's not the same culture that I came up in, is whether or not you can do the job as a comic. That you Can you be paid to do a half hour as a feature act, or 15 minutes as an opener, or an hour as a headliner? Are you a paid comedian who's on the trajectory to, you know, building an hour of original material that you'll be paid to do. You know, that's what a comic is. And generally, if you're an opener, you're probably four or five years in, maybe a little less. If you're a middle, maybe it's around the same time. But I think, you know, a lot of people, it seems to move a little quicker now. But to really fucking be, you know, who you are and, uh, you know, a real voice up there, it just takes time. Yeah. But I think really being paid to do comedy on a regular basis means you do the job, so you can be called a comic. Right. Um, but in terms of sitcoms, yeah, that's the other thing is that it's not so much that I've gotten forgiving, but not unlike a, a good morning radio show. Like, even if the fucking guys are terrible and they're hacky, if they've got a groove going, it's pretty impressive, and they, you know, they're doing their job. So, so with sitcoms, like, I don't particularly like it, but it's obviously a well-oiled machine to the point where they can literally do the same story every week and nobody fucking knows the difference. Right. So, well, you know, if you do you know, four hours of radio or, or a sitcom, which airs every single week, and I mean, how many jokes are there, really? Like, you got to spread it out. And then if you do a comedy set, it's you're, you're trying to condense all the, you know, this funny stuff into, you know, a few minutes. There's a there's a definite there's a difference in uh you know content there. 
it's just hard work, you know. I think that's what people forget. Even people who are sitting there slagging people, it's like it's hard fucking work to to get some traction or to get an audience and then to hold it, even if the thing sucks, even if there's a million people involved, to keep doing it, it's hard fucking work. It's not like, you know, like those guys are saying on TV every week. Not really. Not really. Yeah. Hey, Mark, this is Brian. Uh, I remember back when you did the Luna Lounge here in New York City, downtown Manhattan, which uh, I have a question. What was it like performing for an audience that perhaps wasn't there necessarily to see stand-up. Yeah, that was a weird time, you know. It was like it became this weird hit thing that I don't even know quite how it happened. I guess somebody, people started showing up. I was so out of my mind then and bitter and fucking, you know, getting, getting below. You yelled at me. I mean, and I was like really sort of at the end of my rope, but that was sort of this weird outlet for me. I used to go up and I forced myself not to do anything that I did that week before and just sort of lose my mind on stage. So it was very hit or miss. But it was really um, uh, crucial for me in sort of developing who I was and my style, uh, you know, which eventually was not bitter. But, but I, you know, I tried to make bitter work for a long time because I, I, that's how I felt. But it was a weird sort of zone. But the, the interesting thing about most alternative comedy rooms, even now to a certain degree, is that, you know, when a real comic gets up there and just does their act, they kill. So they don't really know the difference. Mm. Uh, they just are, they just want to be part of something. Right. Well, Brian was referring to there's this like there was like this weird crossover between indie rock, '90s indie rock, and '90s indie rock comedy, and you guys would kind of do do these shows together, right? With bands and a little bit. When, what, 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 are you, what are you talking about specifically? Uh, just the, the vibe. Uh, say you're doing comedy. Uh, like here's Mark Maron, and there's there's Super Chunk or something after the uh, hypothetically, you know. right? Oh, right. Yeah, well, they're still around. I mean, I think that happened a little later. You know, I don't remember like a lot of fucking indie rockers hanging out at Luna, but I think once you know that day passed. I think, I think sort of like towards after I left. You know, there were other rooms like um, Kinkle at Pianos, and you know uh, Eugene Merman's, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his room. Like mm-hmm. that started to integrate a little more of the music personalities. Like once Dick Cross got involved more and yeah, you know, something happened. You know, he was hanging out with the strokes. But I think that was after Luna really. You barked at me one night at Luna Lounge. You did? He did. Yeah. I did a lot of barking. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, all busy barking. When all else fails you can bark. <laughs> I was at the bar. What did I do? I was at the bar and and I was I was with a girl who I, I uh, who you found attractive. And you turned around, kind of chatted her, and I came into the frame, and you just looked at me, and you went, "Oh, of course." <laughs> here, he, here he comes. Here That's he... right. And now, and I, and I've never met you before. No. <laughs> this is our, this is our reconnection. Yeah. You're the apology guy, right? <laughs> well, we got a time to make amends. I, believe, I, think, I guess. I've, I have a personal. I think it's, for you. I think wait, it's wait, 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 it sounds like I acted appropriately. Yeah, really. You were fine. You were just. You were just oh, you were just. You were very. You were not happy. <laughs> Mario, you have a question. Why would I be happy? You're hitting on a girl, and then you some dupe just walks up. <laughs> I too have a personal beef with you, Mark. Oh no! No, Here we I go. don't. I don't. How do I get on Last Comic Standing? I, I think Jesus I'm a funny Christ. guy. No, no, you're out. No. You're out. You're you out. are the Last Comic Standing. It's over. <laughs> What about, uh, does, I don't even have, I don't even know how you do that. I guess you know you probably got a better shot at it than a comic. Why don't you try to 
Are you a comic? No, no I just... Uh, he's a bitter 57-year-old man. Hey. I, I say funny things without thinking about it. Oh, Glad really? you think so. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, now you've interviewed the president, you've interviewed all these Keith Richards. I mean, you know, I, these, are, these, are the, these are the... This is the top... Who's like your dream guest? I'm sure you've been asked this before, but I have a couple suggestions. Maybe Chuck Berry? I wouldn't mind talking to Chuck. I just don't know what his disposition would be around it. You know what I mean? It's like well, that's there the are people I'd like to, that, that I'd like to talk to, but I don't necessarily know that they'd be the greatest guests in the world. I mean, I have people I want to talk to, but I find a lot of times you know, people get pitched to me now, and I'm like, well, that might be interesting because I don't know everybody anymore. Like Even this morning talking to Resnick was really good. And like like uh, Michaela Watkins and Mike Bell were surprisingly great, and I wouldn't have assumed any of that. So I mean, there's people that I haven't talked to that I like to, like Albert Brooks. But I don't think that'll ever happen. And you know, but who else? Like I, I think like like Chappelle would be. I wish he would sort of like come around. That'd you know, be a good one. He, people who are a little more self-reflective. I don't know that Chuck Berry is necessarily self-reflective or would know what exactly it is I do. You know, I could celebrate him to a certain degree, but even watching the, the Keith Richards documentary, he's not an easy guy to talk to necessarily. No. Well, that's what, <laughs> that might make it fun for us to listen to, and then you could break out the guitar and he could teach you some licks. Maybe you would do it. Who knows? Right. You, you might get nice Chuck Berry. You might get, like, angry, pissed-off Chuck Berry. Both you know. are great. <laughs> Both are great. I saw Chuck Berry in St. Louis, uh, I think, two years ago, and, uh, you know, that was, he was Chuck Berry. Kind of. Uh, he's got to be like in his 80s now. Oh, man. He was, he, he's old. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was up there and he played a couple of licks and he had the backing band going. It was kind of bizarre. Like, it's, it's sad in a way and also awesome because we were watching Chuck Berry. Play. He might storm <laughs> out like Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> About- yeah, maybe. I, you know, it's just some people, you know, can talk and some people, you know, don't really want to talk, you know. So it's, it's better if I don't have to, you, you know, really fight for it because I, you know, I. The way I kind of do it, I, I'm really counting on a conversation happening, you know, or the other person just, you know, sort of uh, yammering, you know. So I, I just don't like, I don't necessarily, you know, a lot of times I'm wrong. I, I, I wonder if we could have a conversation. Right. Because well, if somebody big... comes into the garage and expects to answer questions, you know, it's, it's a wrong place to do that, really. Right. And, <laughs> you know, people people, people have said to me, oh, you're going to have Marin on. I hope he doesn't talk over you, which is such an unfair criticism. Because listening to the shows, you let them go. You let everybody go. You just say, yeah, and then you bring up your question. Like, you know, you don't talk over people. And I've gotten better. I've gotten better at it. I still sort of finish sentences. Yeah. And sometimes I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll interject or I'll interrupt and take it a different direction and without really you know, figuring out where they might have been going. But I'm aware of those things, and and I, I try to, to stay on top of it. But even the president, like, it's a matter of patience, you know. Like, I was finishing his sentences towards the end, and that's the fucking president. So, you know, I, <laughs> I don't quite have a handle on that. But, you know, he agreed with me. He went along with what I said. My favorite, you know, I picked my- the right word. My favorite, my, it's, it, my favorite part is when you choose the completely wrong word, and the person's like, "No, that's not what I'm talking about at all." You're like, yeah. you know, one day I was at the, uh, and you're like, "Grand Old Opry," and they're like, "No, I was at the bus station." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm wrong. That's fine. That's that, that's true. I don't mind that. What do you do when you find the exact opposite situation where somebody is, doesn't bring a lot uh, conversationally, and when that happens, uh, what, uh, how do you make it work? It's hard. Uh, like so eventually, eventually, because I, I try to really, musicians are a little trickier because they're just not used to it and they don't really need to talk. 
So, like, um, like the, I had tr- trouble with, with uh, Harry Dean Stanton because he's, you know, he's just old and he doesn't talk much. And, you know, yeah, I took it personally. And, and you know, I, you know, I kind of... Uh, what happened? Uh, it, it took a while. I mean, I've got it, but it's really obstinate. It's, much, it's one thing if they're just quiet. They're usually even quiet guys, like Tom York. I mean, I, I didn't know how that would go, but it went very well. Yeah. It, it's really a matter of whether you can draw somebody out or not. And then once you draw them out, I mean, what do you do with them? It's sort of weird. Sometimes with musicians, especially ones that, you know, like Richard Thompson or John Mayhall, it's sort of like you don't really want to go album for album. And, you know, and if I don't know, if I'm not, like, a deep nerd in them, I may not know, you know, exactly how to provoke them in the conversation. So sometimes those end up a little shorter. But if somebody's really sort of, you know, standoffish, it, it becomes, it doesn't happen much anymore. But I'm like, well, you know, this is the wrong show for you in a way. Yeah, why are you but I here? Trying. <laughs> but, like, but like, Jim Maskus, that wasn't easy for about 15 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, then like, and then, like, something just popped them open. So... You just stay at it, you know. Well, I think uh, you have a you have a good technique. Uh, I've noticed uh, when you're with people who are kind of uh, recalcitrant that you will uh, you will tell an embarrassing story about yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that like I, I, I'm just used to doing that, and, and it's a way to connect. And I think that's really what the show is about, you know, more than interviewing. Is that like I'll seek to connect, and and you know, I'll volunteer whatever in the moment. And I think that's just a natural way to start conversation. You know, a lot of times it doesn't have to be about anything, you know, necessarily relevant to the person I'm talking to. But it's you know, it's hard to hide for an hour. And even if somebody doesn't talk much, well, maybe that's just the way they are. And after an hour, you're like, oh, he's just like that. That's the way that guy is. And then that's the fine interview or talk or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, you could try. You can get as much out of somebody. But, if I mean, you can't force them to to be somebody they aren't, I guess, you know, it's hey, tough. Yeah, and I think, you know, sometimes I'm insecure about it, just like I am with stand-up, like, you know, maybe if I, you know, spent more time working on the joke, or maybe if I prepared more questions, uh, it would be, uh, it would be better, and, but I don't know, you know, I don't know, even if you, a lot of times, like, even if you listen, like, right now I'm trying to see a movie, because I, I feel like I should do the movie, because I'm going to interview, uh, uh, Danny Boyle on Sunday, right? Okay. So, <laughs> And, like, I've seen, uh, you know, 28 Days Later. I've seen uh, Slumdog Millionaire. I've seen Train Spotting. Uh, and now he's like this, uh, I'm going to see this Steve Jobs movie. You know, and I don't have to, because sometimes it, it, it doesn't always help. But I, I think it's good to, to have it, because then you can ask them about specific decisions they make, you know, in filmmaking. But with music, it's hard, you know. Like, if I'm talking to fucking um, Maynard, from Tool, and yeah. you know, and I'm, I was never a Tool guy, but you know, I still know he was an interesting guy. So I listened to all the Tool records, you know, like you know, two years ago. And, you know, we're really if you're going to be into Tool, you got to be like pissed off and fourteen. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> hello. But you know, it, it didn't really matter. You know, I got a sense of who he was. Hey, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Here. Sorry, we just lost you for a second. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, I got I got a second. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, we can hear you. We're dropping in. Oh. I sorry. So I listened to this music. I got a sense of who he was, but I, I knew I wasn't going to, you know, make the the tool nerds happy. But but the, the truth of the matter is, we ended up talking about parents for twenty minutes, you know, and, and working at the pet stores. And I'll tell you one thing: I bet you a lot of the tool nerds didn't know that shit. So it's fine with me if it goes off course. Sure. Speaking of going off course, uh, we like to play a game in the show called Crap Not Crap. 
And what do you want to do? We, we, <laughs> we play a game called Crap Not Crap, and uh, John is basically just going to read you uh, a bunch of names of bands and uh, Crap Not Crap. You can qualify okay. it slightly, but like it's yeah, basically I mean, it's going to be more like like a lightning round type if, of thing. If you feel like if you want to stop and explain yourself, that's fine, too. Do you mind playing? No, I don't mind playing. I, is this the last thing? Oh, I don't. Well, I had a couple more questions. Why you? You have to go. Time you got to go. <laughs> How's the traffic? No, I just, I, I just got to figure out where I am. <laughs> the, the chat box is going nuts here, by the way, saying that L.A. must have ferocious traffic right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, people posted a picture of the traffic of L.A. It's right. a, it's a, it's a, it's a horror. It's all red. It's terrible. I hope everything's okay, more. Right. Oh, I know. I know. I think like that, but I don't think I can. Um, like, I don't think I can get on my uh, map thing. Well, I'm on the phone with no, you. Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> All right, here we go. Crap, not crap with Mark Marin. Uh, Mark, uh, New York Dolls. Not crap. Yeah. Metallica. Uh, not crap. Melvins. I don't know enough about them. Foo Fighters. Uh, Always tough. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, Is that you, Hitchbot? I'm sorry. Can you say that or repeat? Okay. That? Foo Fighters. Not crap. Wow. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Deep Purple. Not crap. Ted Nugent. Uh, Music. I gotta go with crap. You know, even 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 like even when he was good, it was sort of crappy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fog Hat. Fog Hat. Uh, two good songs. Crap or not That's crap. crap. Uh, those two songs were not crap. Credence. Not crap. Sex Pistols. Crap. Oh. Yeah. Finally. Someone Finally. someone realizes that there is this fake punk boy band bullshit that they are. Thank you. Never Word mind up. the Buzzcocks. Bob yeah, right? Di- uh, time out. Crap not crap. Uh, Mark. <laughs> Bob Dylan. Who now? Bob Dylan. Oh, not crap. Everly Brothers. Not crap. Bad Brains. Not crap. Steely Dan. Crap by me. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> the Replacements. Not crap. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, definitely not crap. I'm Maybe. with you, my friend. Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Oh, not crap. Uh, Mott the Hoople. Uh, yeah, kind of crappy. Kiss. Kiss is crap. Yeah. <laughs> the who? <laughs> the who? Who? Oh, the who? Oh, no, not crap. Uh, Prince. Eh, he's not crappy. He's not for me. Right. I See, I agree with the, almost everything you've said so far. I, I, we should uh, go bowling or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Velvet Underground. Who? Oh, come on. Not crap. All right, just making sure. You never know. Lou Reed solo. Oh, not crap. Sonic Youth. Who? Sonic Youth. Eh. Eh, that counts as crap. (laughs) Jethro Tull. Yeah. Go ahead. Who? Jethro Tull. Yes. That's, you know, it's so hard when you, you know, when you grew up, I'm, you know, 52, so, you know, locomotive breath and, uh, you know, like, again, like three songs, but yeah, other than that, kind of crappy. Sure. All right. Oh. Here's a good one. Fleetwood Mac. 
Which period? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> P- Peter Green era, obviously not crap. No, Peter Green's definitely not crap. And yeah, I think the only really crappy ones are only crappy because you know, Bob Welch Fleetwood Mac, not for me. Right. And, you know, uh, so like Peter Green, take a break at Bob Welch, and then maybe four of the, the ones with the girls uh, was, was really good. I mean, you can't knock rumors, man. Right. <laughs> rumors, crap or not crap. <laughs> Uh, television. Oh, they're great. Gang of Four. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, I think they were really good, but again, it was, you know, there was only a couple songs there for me. It was a certain time. Who's Kurdu? Oh, they're great. Yeah. Nice. Oh, but, you know, I was going to say the Minutemen, but I, I loved your Watt interview, too. Watt is such a character, man. That guy has his own language. He speaks. Oh, what a fucking character that guy is. He yep. speaks in nautical terms, and, like, that guy has his own language. It's nautical fucking great. Terms. That's, a, yeah, that's, a, that's the amazing thing about him. He's got his own language and his own mythology. That's right. Yeah. I mean, there's not there's not a better guy to talk to, and he, he can go on forever. That, that was a great, great interview. Love that, Watt. Yeah, you, you have to work hard to get him talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes he just stops in the middle of something, and you're like, "Oh shit! Like, where do, where do, I, what do I do? <laughs> like, what do I?" Do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple more. King Crimson. Ah, oh, crap. King Missile. Yeah, they're not. They're not crap, but you know they didn't last long, did they? No. Uh, King Diamond. Who? <laughs> King Diamond. <laughs> I don't know them. All right, Elvis. Wow. <laughs> I gotta know Which him. Elvis? Uh, Neither one of them are crap. Right. Yeah, yes, Elvis all right. is good. All right, you know what? Let's uh, let's wrap this up. Joe Walsh, one more. Joe Walsh is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the Eagles suck, but Joe Walsh is, is a is a is a master. He's 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 brilliant. But what he did in the Eagles? Is well, yeah, I, just, I mean, the Eagles with Joe Walsh turned out to be pretty good. I mean, I don't. I guess the Eagles suck only because for some reason I think you know. We just got pounded with that shit. I don't think objectively they're necessarily a bad band because if you listen to Hotel California, the only reason it sucks is because we heard it too much. Right. I totally agree, right. Mark. <laughs> All right, it's crap, not crap with uh, with Mark Marin. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, right Mark. Good game. job. Well done. I do want to ask you. I, I know a million people are like, hey, man, you got to get this guy on the show. You got to get that guy on the show. But I want to put my two cents in and say, I'm sure you've thought of it a million times. You know, Don Rickles would talk forever. That dude's got stories, man. You should fucking work. Well, you know, I, I, I tried, you know, but, you know, he doesn't do much anymore. He likes to get paid. You know, he's very old now. He's a little bit immobile. You know, I tried. Sure. Uh, it's like, I just, you know, he lost his son. I just don't think my timing was right on that one. Yeah. I mean, I saw him not too long ago, about uh, maybe a year ago I saw him. And uh, he was, yeah, he's having trouble, like, standing. He sat the whole show, you know. It was kind of like seeing Chuck Berry. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, but, I mean, he could still talk and tell stories, which is kind of fun. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I tried, I tried to get Saget to help me out with it. It's just, you know, I just, I, just, I think I missed the window, man. That's all. Yeah, I hear you. It happens. All right, uh, yeah. Mark. Any, anybody else? I, I have something to end off with, Mark. You're, you're kind of breaking up. Can you hear me? Yeah. This whole thing that happened with personal audio a few years back, how did, how did that get resolved? And, and also, what advice do you have for people who are like starting a podcast or have had a podcast for a while? Where, what is the future of the medium? And the, let us know about what you think podcasting in general is going. 
Okay. Well, you know, the personal audio thing, you know, I think we won that round, but I just ran into somebody from the Electronic Frontier Foundation, and apparently, you know, they're they're appealing. Uh, you know, I don't know. It took it out of my hands, and thank God that the Electronic Frontier Foundation, you know, took on the fight, because that really helped us out, because we were in trouble. So, yeah. so like, we won that first round, but from what I understand, they're going to appeal, but this person doesn't feel like they, they have a case, really, so that's good. I mean, that kind of stuff's a liability in new technology, and, you know, hopefully they'll leave us alone. They were uh, saying in terms they, of party, uh, I'm sorry, they were saying they have a patent that, that a technology that's used by podcasts. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. Well, I mean, it's, it's bullshit because it's, it's weirdly, they sort of backloaded the podcast into it, and, you know, it's a technology that's fairly common in other things, and, and you know, they, that whole the predatory business of, of patent trolling yep. is, is kind of, it's very dubious. Right. So, He's you know, they're bad guys, but, like, you, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll be okay for now. Uh, in terms of podcasting in general, I mean, I think it's amazing that everybody can do one, and, and the, the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, that's also some of the liability is that everyone can do one. And it, you know, I don't know what anyone's expectations are, you know, out of it. You know, the thing is, is that, you know, who the hell knows, you know, what makes something take off or what makes somebody compelling in this medium? I don't know. I don't know if it can be learned. I mean, certainly you can become proficient at, at, uh, at broadcasting, you know, with practice and everything else. But I, I just don't... I think that ultimately, like any other business, or like, uh, or not even a business, is that, you know, if you work hard and you try to figure out how to get your thing out there as much as possible to see if, you know, you can get in the rotation. The problem with anything in this day and age is really that there's so much shit out there, and like someone was saying earlier, there's only, there's only so many hours in the fucking day. Right, so, right. how the hell, you know, how the hell do you get into somebody's daily or weekly rotation? Exactly. I mean, that's really the struggle. I mean, I can't believe anyone anyone even listens to this show. I mean, if I was a listener of, of this show, I wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> like, I, I'm serious. Like, I, see, I, I, don't, I don't think that's a great promo, no, really. I mean, no, it's what? probably bad. But I'm, I'm serious. During my da daily life, like, I... I you know, I don't have time to listen to the podcast. It's it's a crazy thing to ask people to uh, get into, and if they do, then uh, you're lucky. If uh, you know, if we have a core of uh, you know thirty people who are super into it, I'm I'm fucking happy. Thirty? Know? I thought you told me it was three thousand. Yeah, three thousand. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, like you know, people you know people do like um, you know, people they commute, you know. So you know, there's a People, a lot of people have time, you know, they travel, you know, that's really, you know, I think in some ways, you know, that's our audience. It's like, you know, who's, you know, who's, you know, in, in transition a lot, who's, who's going from place to place a lot, you know, but a lot of people sit and listen to radio at home. The truth is, is that, you know, radio is sort of, is feeding. So it, there is going, there is a void there, you know, there's no doubt that there's a void there. So, you know, how do you fill it and how do you get people to find your thing to fill it with? Yeah, that, that's really the trick. You know, I got, you know, I, I think I'm good at what I do, but my timing was sort of good for the first time in my life as well. Right. And, you know, I was able to sort of, you know, you know publicly, you know, learn and get better and, 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 and sort of evolve as a person, you know, through my show and, and as a unique uh, point of view and disposition just because of the way I do it. But, you know, I, you know, I came in, you know, before it blew up. So, uh, you know, there's a certain amount of luck involved in that. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's hard now. With the, no, it's not like somebody just has a radio in their car. You have to use your device to listen to it. And often people are uh, using their device for other things while this is going on. You know, I can't, it's, it's, right. But also, a lot of people aren't using their devices, nor do they really know, uh, or have they made the adaptation to listening to content like we put out there. I mean, that you know, when you really look about look at the possible audience versus the actual audience in terms of listening to the medium across the board, it's still fairly small, dude. So, like, there needs to be some kind of, like, you know, uh, evolutionary step that people have to take to adapt to this medium. And I think that will only uh, grow as time goes on just because it's going to be the way people do it, you know? Right. Sure. Well, thanks, thanks for thanks for spearheading the the movement, as it were, my friend. I appreciate it. <laughs> my pleasure. Uh, all right, I have one more question to ask you, and you don't have to answer this. This is terrible. My audience is constantly uh, badgering me. To ask. Do you when you after you go to the bathroom? Do you wipe your uh, butt standing up or sitting down? Very important. I don't know, who the fuck wipes their who fucking wipes their butt standing up? Yes. yes! Come on! Good answer. Oh, shit. Number sit. one answer. Why would you stay sitting down? It makes no sense. Mark, this is Tommy Rockstar. We all sit, but John Houlihan, your main host here, stands. You want to get away from the scene of the crime? I stand. It's crazy. Right. Well, I don't know. I think that's that's left over from childhood, and I'm about to fall <laughs> yeah. into a garage. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that sounds good, Mark. Thank right. you so much for coming on. We really Mark, appreciate it. Man, I, I can't tell you how much, how much My pleasure, guys. It's great talking to you. All right, thanks, man. And there's Mark Marin. Good luck, dude. All right, great Thank Mark. Thanks again. Thanks. Love you. Thanks for sharing. Thanks. That was great. Unbelievable. There's Mark yeah. Marin. Yeah. Thank we did it, gentlemen of the barrage. We did it. He sits, he remains seated. I think Mark did it. To wipe his ass. I forgot to ask him who the biggest asshole in the entertainment industry is, which is my other go-to question, and also what's his favorite Crocus tape. But I didn't yeah. feel like he would know who Crocus was. Oh, my God. We wow. just interviewed Mark Marin. How about that? Oh, man. Yeah. Give it up to John Holohan. Nice hey. job, Johnny. Give it up to Tommy Rockstar, Brian Musical, Patrick Walsh, Ryan Collison. We should ask him to join the Mario show. Sara. I wasn't that bad, was I? You were fine. You were really and, fine. and radio, no. <laughs> Wow. I can do it. We should ask him to join the show. Yeah, he's coming on next week. He's going to be a regular cast. Maybe regular. the seventh well, you member. Know what? Music off, you're out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not that you suck. It's just you're the new guy. Yeah. Hey, uh, you, you tell me. <laughs> Mr. King, start drawing Mark Marone. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Marin. Go see. If you're in Australia, go see him. And uh, go to, uh, you know, download the podcast on iTunes, uh, WTFpod.com. And all the other stuff. Uh, if you're, watch if you're listening to us, you probably know you probably who he know is. who he is. He doesn't need any plugs. He's a yeah. uh, he's a great man. He was generous and uh, you know uh, amazing. Wait before for you him say to what, do this show. Before you say what you're going to say, Tommy. I, I see your posture. You're the fucking man. Wait to bring. Wait to <laughs> make that fucking happen. Tommy Rockstar. Um, you. Let's you give it up for star fucking. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate to badger people, and uh, Tommy is the man on that front. Uh, Tommy. Nice um, job. Yeah. He was a great guy. He was really sweet when I met him at BAM, and uh, I can't believe actually it all worked out. And I was just going to say for new listeners of the show, if you want to check out more of our podcasts, you can check out our website at www.lifeandbarrage.nyc. They're already listening. .nyc. And check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash lifeandthebarrage. Yeah, if you go to the lifeandthebarrage.nyc, the full archive of podcasts, there's a link there. You can check out everything. Just go to iTunes and look, and you know, every episode is there. And take it easy. That's right. Thank you, everyone. Let's play some music. Let's take a break. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jesus Christ. Thanks, I feel everybody. so relieved right now. Me, yeah, too. me too. I can't wait to take a leak. John <laughs> is jumping up right. and down through the whole interview. I am. It, you know, it, two minutes into the interview, I love to talk to people, and I'm like, I just want this to be over because I'm so nervous. Like, is that wrong? No. Oh, come on. No, I'm just oh, saying. On, you were you cool. Know. You were cool. Dude.
Thank you, Mark. Thank you, everyone. I, I meant you. what I said, though. But last night, I, I start falling asleep, and then all of a sudden, I shake myself awake. Like, holy shit, this guy's going to be on the show tomorrow. Right. Yeah. You know? you and then think, I'm up you know, for 20 minutes after I'm that. all depressed today, and my wife's yelling at me I didn't do the dishes. I'm like, <laughs> I got fucking Mark Marin on, on the show tonight. Dishes? Right. Was I the only one who, when they looked him up, uh, got the pet shop guy, Mark Marone? All right. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Radio Action. Radio Action. Radio Nope.
back live from the barrage, everybody. How's everybody doing? Um, that was that was amazing. We interviewed Mark Marin. Um, oh, I'm like I'm like high from it. You did great. Is that it- song is so good. Yeah, it is. Suspect device. Sus sus suspect device. I'm uh, kind of freaking out. I'm I'm happy. I'm relieved that it's over. <laughs> Pat's got his <laughs> Pat's got his goal horn in his hand, waiting for the Islanders to. Can, can we hear it to take the lead? Can, can we hear it, please? We got we got a three Walsh. on three. Can we please hear? Can we hear it? Yeah. By the way, if uh, if you're tied up three on three, Ovaltine, baby. Um, over, <laughs> or, overtime in hockey is now three on three play. It's a new rule, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. We heard uh, some stiff little fingers. We heard some uh, Rolling Stones, Captain Beefhearts, fucking uh, Chavez, and all sorts of stuff. Super Trunk, Skip Steps One and Three. One of my favorite Super Trunk songs. Very exciting times here on Live from the Brush. I don't know what to tell you, man. This is fun. You're talking. You sound about- like. Drained. Uh, yeah, I am drained. I am drained. I'm <laughs> right, relieved. Like, like all, the, all the pressure is off, and now all the drink has kicked in. Yeah, and now I could just like you know. I think it's time to end the show, right? Well, like, no, yeah. no, good, no yeah. good news, John. Mario and I are going to take it from here. It's a quarter to ten. <laughs> Isn't right. it time for Mario to get here yet? Yeah, where's Mar- Mario's? Uh, <laughs> Where the hell is he? Mario's uh, take five with Mario's. Is that what the name of the, your bit is called? <laughs> There's a knock on the door. It's a quarter to ten. Knock on the door. It's a quarter to ten. It's Mario. Don't let him in. It's too late before you know it. He's, he's rapping to the mic. Your mind, he's a blowing. He says, "Oh, R I A M. That's my name from the other end." He doesn't mean to insult. He doesn't mean to offend. He just likes being naked in front of his friends. Very strange. I did take my clothes off that night. (laughs) Kudos to you, gentlemen of the barrage. You guys did a great job. This show will never end now. (laughs) Oh, maybe it's over now. There's a a steamboat coming through. Warning, Will Rogers. Warning. Oh, yeah. Very good. Thank you, Mark Marin. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That was great. Pat's got, a, Pat's got his goal horn here, and uh, the Rangers are up, and we're about to watch the Mets' first playoff game in nine years. I don't know what I'm more excited about. Where's my remote? Where's Turn the audio? Where's the oh, video feed? There you go. Go Metsies. Unbelievable. So, very fun. Thank you, everybody. Everybody had to come. You know, this is a team effort. Everyone had to come together to make this Marin thing happen. Everyone did their part. Everyone had good questions. Everyone came prepared. Nobody, no one nobody really fucked up. No one really talked over each other too much. I mean, you know, it couldn't have gone better. I no? liked it. A lot of hand raising going on. A lot yeah, of hand raising. It's traffic like control a, over here. I'm a sorry. Polite yeah. class. You did great. Behind the scenes, man. Well, it, you know, if you had your hand raised and I ignored you, it was because I had a line of questioning which I was following. So right. I appreciate it, man. That was fun. Try to keep some Good order. Dude. We all, dude. We all got in. It was great. Yeah. yeah he was a great guy. He's a, he's a cool dude. He's just he's, uh, one out. Season over. Yep. <laughs> What, the game started? Clayton the game Kershaw. has just started. Yeah, Granderson okay. is Clayton out. Clayton Kershaw is throwing a no-hitter so far. Marin, no hitter. Yeah, right. We got, we got Mets. <laughs> one, one batter. <laughs> we forgot to ask Marin if he was going to root for L.A. or the Mets. Oh, he doesn't like, yeah, he doesn't like sports He doesn't ball. like sports. Why would I ask him? Ah. You have to pick a team. Not everybody's like you, Mario. Not everybody's like you. Not no. everybody sues We are the, uh, almost the same MLB. age. We're all different. Yeah, Mar- Why can't I be like Mario? Collins, Collins has right batting second here. Interesting. You going to pour your chicken soup over that ice, Mario? What's that? <laughs> no, that's for my diet Dr. Pepper cherry flavor. All right. All right. Should we... Uh, I'm ill. I'm yeah. ill. John, D- one pitch, one out. Game. You know what? It's not a fucking uh, strikeout. Granderson made contact, and David Righteous fouled it back. So I'm feeling good that uh, if we're hitting Kershaw, the bat's going on the ball. I'm, in, I'm, I'm feeling good. 
What about all the home teams winning? I mean, the away teams winning. Do you oh. think that's a, a that? good thing or, or a jinx? I, don't, I think it's all bullshit. That's yeah. a meaningless stat. It's got oh, nothing to do are we going to continue the uh, anomaly here? Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with the race. Hold on. Wait a second. I have a, uh, <laughs> I have a, uh, you know, I have a thing. What a guy. Ready? Yep. Yep. No, yeah, it didn't work. No. Womp, womp. Hold on. Right, we're talking sports? Sports ball, baby. Oh. Live from the Barrage, sports update. <laughs> Thank you, Elliot Tertron. Where did that come from? It's Elliot Tertron. We also have a... <laughs> oh, I love it. Live from the Barrage, pizza update. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the show go last night? <laughs> the music is crazy. The music is the best. <laughs> All right, and here's one more from Elliot Tertron, the fa- fantastic man who's sending us in these days. News, traffic, weather, poker, and Mets talk on the fours, live from the barrage. On the fours. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's funny. Now, is he, John, is he really a, an, is he a radio guy? Yeah, he does, the, yeah. he does the bits. He's like, hey, uh, go to Chick-fil-A or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> he, that's, right, his, incredible. Home, that's his job. Elliot is the best Graham. He Graham works Hicks. at a radio Graham, station. Graham, Graham's chiming in. Elliot is the best Graham. You're yes, right. Yes, he is. You'd look you'd look better in a uh, in a Metcalf there though. Buddy. Graham Hick also work works at a radio station in Minnesota. Uh, in mi- Minnesota. Minnesota Public Minnesota? Radio, I believe. Yeah, All, oh. a bunch of radio guys listening to the show and helping us out. So he, we appreciate that. He's Minnesota that. nice. Yeah. Is that live from the oh. barrage? The sports, sports update. update. David Wright is a battling. He's battling. <laughs> This is good. Make Kershaw throw pitches. I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Wow, yeah, it's sports, baby. <laughs> this is when the opposing pitcher has the most nerves at stake. Oh, I'm so nervous. All right, so what, what are we going to do? We're going to play a little Ryan game? Let's play the game. Yeah. Right. Come on. Ryan Time for the game. All right, every week Ryan comes up with a game for us. We don't know what it's going to be. We have no idea, and we would like to play a little trivia game here. It's the Ryan game. Everybody. The Ryan game. I've had my share. All right, Ryan, what's the game this week? What do you have for us? I know uh, people in the chat box love to play along at home. <laughs> the name of the game tonight is... <laughs> you like that music up? <laughs> play along at home. The uh, bo- the home version will be coming out soon. Uh, we have Tommy's working on the merch. It's a board game. That's right. And you just open it up, and it's a bottle of uh, old chicken whiskey <laughs> and a pen and a paper, and you and you just make your own trivia. It's and great. a stereo and I'm a tape. Drink some old chicken right now. <laughs> and half a fud sandwich. <laughs> it comes with a free half a fud sandwich. What are you doing with all that leftover food? <laughs> Just gathers flies here. What happens to it? Oh, I throw it in the garbage. What the fuck do you think I do with it? Yeah, but then it just sits here for a week, doesn't it? Listen, why don't you help me clean up at the end of the night? And I have to clean up after you. Oh, oh. just want to give a quick shout out to my friends Smitty and Francis. Without them, I never would have met Marin. So Smitty, uh, Smitty. Smitty's eating some pizza right now. He told me to tell you, Smitty, Smitty. Thank you, Thank you Smitty. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Smitty. Thanks, buddy. Fun times. Hey, hey Tommy, what, what, you were at the Brooklyn Academy of Music, correct? Correct. And what was the Tom. event, Tom? Uh, it was uh, Mark Marin was doing a Q and A with Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, uh, very very funny stand up. Where's he? Where's he tonight? I don't know. He should have been on the show. <laughs> Get him next week. He probably got a call. 
Yeah, he. They were, no, it was actually it was a Q and A for a movie, uh, Brian, that was happening called David Wright taking a walk, baby. Yeah, he yeah. never he never walks anybody. Man, I'm in the first period. Uh, first uh, period. First. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I want to hear this. What? No, it was uh, it was a, a movie, uh, a documentary called Call Me Lucky. Uh, uh, I know it. You, you, yeah, he, he and they were in it. A bunch of comedians, Stephen Wright, and it's uh. Do it. <laughs> Basically, a, a doc about uh, Barry Crimmins, who was a 1980s like kind of a political comic. What do you mean, doc? Uh, a doc about his life. This guy Barry Crimmins. He started off in comedy, and then he was sexually abused, and he became an advocate for. Uh, stopping child porn he went all the way up to congress and basically uh fought against it and uh without him we wouldn't have a lot of laws in place so um all these comedians erase my computer i have to go to the hearing today <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what i'm yeah. glad he wasn't for it yeah right. yeah <laughs> seriously and another thing congress yeah <laughs> it's time to loosen the reins a lot of people find this hard to believe but i too am against child pornography yeah. get out of here mario <laughs> yes really no so brian basically uh we we met him and from there we just kind of cornered him and he said he'd like to do the show and it worked out and here we are good thanks good Tom. job Tom. yeah good Wonderful. job Wonderful. Yeah, and, yeah we got Stephen v chiming in he thinks it's a great documentary too he knows his shit yeah so it's a the good best doc. is when uh, uh tommy comes out and meets the guy who's the subject of the documentary and the guy's like coming out of the bathroom and he's like hey man great to meet you and it's just like a scene just happened where he was abused it's, it's, like, the, it's like the heaviest movie in history <laughs> and it's like not the time to like hobnob with the, you know yeah, <laughs> well, Tommy yeah was weird. mark's good like that though. tragedy not mark the guy who was the subject Barry oh, Grim, Barry yeah. I, I didn't see them all. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tragedy and comedy go hand in hand. We know this. I know we have to play the game, Tommy, but what is your uh, documentary going to be ever released? Oh. Has it been released? Where's, Where's Izzy? Izzy? One, yeah. one fan's quest for... When is that going to be actually Great question, I can Mario. See? Great <laughs> question, Mario. Rock's most reclusive guitars. Um, that's actually getting uh, cut as we speak. The, the filmmakers who made that movie have a lot of different projects that they're taking care of. So I would say probably for the... Uh, Film Festival Circuit Route coming out in 2016, which goes hand-in-hand hand with the Guns N' Roses uh, rumored reunion, uh, the classic lineup uh, reunion. So if you guys are excited Ew. about that. I'm no. thinking about Ew. cutting myself right now. Classic <laughs> lineup. Right. Uh, let's get on with the game. Wait, you know, I, mean, uh, I meant to bring that up to Mark. I, 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 it was a little it was a little crazy, and I never got to ask him, if because I know he dated Moon Unit Zappa, mm-hmm. and That's Frank right. Zappa's widow just yeah. died the other day. Yeah, Gail Zappa. yeah, her, Gail's yeah, yeah. her mother, yeah. So I was going to ask him if he knew her or something, but I don't know. I'm yeah, glad we kind of yeah, didn't, not... didn't get into the heaviness. You yeah, know? no. And guys, we, we must say, Moon moon Unit, it's a little something-something. Guys, I don't guys, know if guys, you guys, wanted guys, to ask guys. because Fellas. Guys. he Fellas, announced please. that he was dating her in February 2014, and then two months later he announced that it was over. That's right. That's Mario's notes. I don't, I don't know if he wanted to even talk about that. <laughs> yeah, good point. I, I don't strikes like talking about Elaine number one. That girl was crazy. Yeah. Thank God I have my wife now, lane number two. Yeah, thank God. Thank God we got you. <laughs> we we have a theory that she's a robot. Robot. <sighs> she's on this thing now. She wants to come on the air and tell every, everybody how I w- won't let her get her smartphone. Yes. <sighs> oh, you've seen the bill. You've seen the uh, you've seen the total. <laughs> hey, Walsh. It's a it's not it's not fun. No, your wife needs smartphone. a smartphone. Stop being an idiot. I know this is great companies like Ting is- and Freedom Pop. She was like. No. Where are you finding these places? I research them to like, after I finish suing the Mets, I go on and start researching <laughs> the internet. Uh, the smartphone companies. Uh, hey, hey, Ryan, let's play a game. Yeah. Let's move on with the game. 
The name of the game tonight. Tommy just spent the last 45 seconds attempting to cue me. <laughs> it didn't work. He's been pointing at everybody all night. His arms have been flailing the right, entire night. I wish everybody in the listening audience could see Tommy like trying to cue. He's, he was holding up a sign the whole time saying scene those. Like a headless chicken. If you I, it took me 20 minutes to realize what that was. If, <laughs> you, had, if you had a Fitbit, it'd be overjoyed. <laughs> hey, Mario, is that Freedom Pop, man? Turn it up, man. Freedom Pop. I All think right. I like Tig. Let's move on with the Ryan, Ryan game. game. All right, all right. What's all right? Th- what's tonight's game, th- Ryan? Tonight the name of the game is I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. I'm smarter than you, you dummy. All right. That's the name oh. of the game tonight. I'm smarter than you, you dummy with Ryan Callison. All right. It's a trivia game. It's a tri- I like how you got rid of the reverb before I <laughs> yeah. It's a trivia game. 613 shows. I'm a professional. But here's the thing. You, Barack every Obama question, coming in next week. Every question. <laughs> Tune in. Imagine he played the game. That'd be. I'm great. just gonna make him play crap, not crap. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck about the president. Exactly. He's gonna like everybody though, because he. That's a, <laughs> not crap. Not crap. Nice not bunch crap. of fellas. Really nice bunch of fellas. I had a good time with them. <laughs> Excellent Barack Obama impersonation. Yeah. I saw Chavez. I saw Chavez. <laughs> and they were great. Well, great Chavez. Guys. Great Chavez. Che- Chavez. I was in a cruise disaster. Matt Sweeney, great guitar player. All right. It's very so talented. every question tonight is going to have many answers, multiple answers. All right? Now, here's the thing. I'm going to ask the question, and then I'm going to ask how many people know one answer, and then you'll raise your hands, and I'll keep going from there. Two answers, three answers. Whoever is, the, whoever is brave enough to answer the most questions has to answer that many. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, what? Oh, it's the liar. Oh, come on. It wasn't that hard. Okay, as we poker. play, we'll learn it. Sorry, Mario. What? It's the liar's poker of trivia. It is the liar's poker of trivia. <laughs> uh-huh, You're absolutely I right. See. Okay. All Anyone right. in the chat box understand what's happening? Uh, Please let no, me know. No, they're fighting over something. Do, hey, I, have Ryan, to, let's do I have to say I know I'm smarter than you, so when dumbass? Conan's Conan, Conan sicking someone in the face box. I don't know. So uh, when we are down to the last two people, the, uh, the one that's going to back out and make the other guy answer the questions... Is gonna say, I'm smarter. Than, uh, let's see what you got, you dummy. All right, <laughs> dummy. Let's see what you got, you dummy. Well, I think so, this is perfect for me because I'm such an egomaniac. I think I'm smarter than everyone. Now, here's the thing: if you can answer all the questions you say you can, you'll get the point. Right. If you can't, the guy that challenges you to right. answer them, he'll get the point. Got it. All right. Not Sounds really. like That's fun. It. I like it. it's better than eating hot peppers. All right, let's play the game. Baby. All right, let's play it. All right. <laughs> a lot of thought went into this. I'm impressed. It took me 20 minutes to put this together. About the Ryan game. 20 minutes you'll never get back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 2000, 2015 Academy Award nominees for Best Picture. Who can name one? I will name one. But wait. Then raise your hand and say you can name I one. think I can name one. Mario thinks he could raise one. Does anybody else think they could name one? One movie. That's it. From 2015? Think of a great movie that came out last year. Best Picture? Best Picture nominee. I got I got nothing. You got zero? All right. He's out right away. Brian's out. I think I got one. All right. Pat's got one. Mario has one. John's got one. The Tommy? Picture. Tommy, Best Picture? Best Picture? That's I don't it. watch movies, no? dude. Can't do it? No. Okay. Tommy Who? doesn't have the attention span for a movie. So three guys can <laughs> name one. Who can name two? Are we looking for the actor or Best Picture? Best Picture, sir. Mr. Asaro. Okay, that's. Does any of your students call you Mario by any chance? <laughs> uh, only when they graduate. 
Yeah. <laughs> Your students graduate? I call myself Mario. I do the Mario rap for them. Oh, I have a God. Mario Brothers Why do I, museum in I, my class. I ask him one question and it turns into this whole other thing. <laughs> Today I blew bubbles in class. I'm sure it's oh, artistic. Yeah? How did he feel about Michael that? Jackson. <laughs> hey, oh boy. <laughs> I got you the setup, oh, man. Oh boy. I actually oh, yeah. did blow bubbles. In the mountains of Indonesia. It's the magic of art. Bubbles land on you while you're drawing. All right. I don't, you know, I'm not going to lie this time. I don't think I can name two. If anyone's going to say they can name two, I will be happy to call you a liar. I think I can only name one. All right, Mario, can you name two? You can run away with this whole thing I'm right here. I'm thinking about it. Uh, I have to name the film that's easier. And 2015 was... Right. Last year. This last, is last year. year. Right. It's They uh, won this year for a film that came out last year. So they won it or they were named? Oh, Jesus Christ. Can you do two? Chase Sir. Mm. Just say yes. Only uh, one. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, Mario's a liar. All right. Calling him a liar. I've been there you set go. up. Mario, you've been called out. Name your two movies. If not, Pat and John are going to get a point each. Birdman. Right. Winner of Best Picture. And then there was that other great movie, Hot Tub Adventure. <laughs> no. Mm, like hot that. Tub, Come on, be serious. Hot Tub Adventure. Hot uh, Tub Adventure. <laughs> and the Academy Award goes to... Uh, Hot Tub, tub Adventure. Adventure. Uh, American Sniper. Come on. Right, you got it, Mario. Oh, come on. Yes. That movie's nominated. I did it. Thank are you, you late, too. Is he he looking, just told me that. Brian Musicoff, are you helping him? What? No. Man, are, are you getting taps on the left? I had one. Tell me if I'm right. My one that I thought of was Boyhood. Yes, that's right, too. Damn it. All right. Some of the other wow. ones were... The... My, I, mine was totally different. What, what do you have? Selma. Someone's oh, right oh, to oh, yes. There was we could have got four. There was also also uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, which was awesome. If oh, you've right. seen, fuck that guy and his stupid director. Boyhood, exactly. you got that. So he's, sick of that seems, tweet. He bullshit. seems to be interested in keeping Alan Klein in business. Yeah, let's all get a bunch yeah. of costumes and exactly. run around. How many that, more songs are left in between the buttons, <laughs> Wes Anderson? You guys are so bitter. Needle in the hay. The theory of everything. Jerk off the right. Which one? Who? Who, uh, Wes Anderson? I hate him. Oh, okay. Can't stand Whatever, his pussy bullshit. You know what, Ben, F- ben I, Affleck's- I love his stuff, man. Ben Affleck has, awesome. has two kids and they dress the same. Oh, I can't his, wait to One of his this. movies was one of the proudest movies I worked Which on. Which is what? I, the uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums was great. Horrible movie. Great movie. Horrible. Excellent movie. I Horrible. loved it so much. I had so much fun working on it, One too. of the worst movies of all time. One of the greatest movies of all time. I did three of his movies. Gene Hackman, you know, was has been in terrible movies that were better than that. Piece of... Affected garbage. More like Superman. Hack Man. I don't know. Hack Man. I thought that was a lot of fun, that movie. I had a great time watching it. So I got so. a point, right? You got a point, Mary. Yeah, baby. Good job, you. Pass the duchy on the right hand side. Let's go. I'm still trying to figure this game out. Hey, look, this guy. I think. Uh, hi, I'm Wes Anderson. I think this guy should have a handlebar mustache. You know what? Fuck you. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's definitely a, a one trick pony. That's too bad. That. I mean, you agree on so much. I, I kind of yeah, wish you liked it. I him. think it's all garbage, baby. Yeah, eh, that's too bad. What's his? Uh, what was the first movie he did? Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. Yeah, that was kind of boring. <laughs> I didn't so like good. it. But that and, was his first movie. And that's okay. So what's after that? Rushmore. Rushmore. Rushmore was a great. Yeah. yeah. That was well, kinda, it's only because Bill Murray, not because of him. What's after that? I'll tell you Royal what's t- after Royal that. Let's move on with the game, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Ten Yeah, I can't wait to see Gwyneth Paltrow be all Gwyneth Paltrow in a movie. It's freaking oh, sick. Oh, oh, oh. Am I wrong? I, I guess. I, uh, I, no, you're not. I'm, I'm, I know I'm in the minority. I, I, your argument sounds good. I, I'm, I'm just annoyed by the whole scene. 
One you know, out here. I don't agree with the Gwyneth Paltrow uh, statement. Then. She's she's the worst person on the earth. I think uh, Luke Wilson's kind of boring too. But. Your brunch brethren wouldn't agree with you, John. <laughs> You'll shave your eyebrows and leave me alone. Do you like do you, do you like Owen Wilson? Do I like him? The uh, actor, yeah. No, I don't care. Not really. One way or the other. Why don't you do you like moving on with the game? Oh, look who's anxious right. to play. We need a. Uh, I, I hope he does well because I mean the guy literally tried to kill himself and uh, he's yeah. he's back and I hope he lives and stuff. You know, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, we I don't, don't want to. We don't want to. I'm not a fan of his work too much. I don't know. I don't care. I, I'm not, I don't hate him. Go ahead, Rob. All right, here's the next. Question. Coming up next week. Who can name one team that has won a Stanley Cup between 2001 and 2011? Tommy can. And Pat can name one. John can name one. John, I'm surprised you can name one. You know a thing or two about hockey? Just the Rangers. Everybody? Pat, uh, Brian? Are you in? I, no. No? Okay. Two. Who can name two? Mario. Tommy. Pat. Oh, no, no. I, I, wait, John. I can, I can. Okay. You're in for two? That's yeah. You can you can come back in. Three? Who can name three? That one between those years. 2001 and 2011. Tommy? Mario? Oh, God. No, I can't think of two now. I have one. <laughs> Pat? John, what do you say? Oh, uh, yeah. You're in? Okay. Who can name four? John's on his phone, by the way. Let's see. Oh, is he cheating? I'm writing. I got, I got two. He's taking show notes. Oh, you can write? I Who can name can four? I think we're topped out of three. Uh, Everybody? Come on. Now somebody's good. This is where you get your I moment. Think, John no, can now, name four. Now, now I'm starting. I'm going to go the maximum. John can and, name four. And, Anybody and, else name four? And try four? to have somebody yeah. call me a liar. No, no. Now, now I'm starting to get brain farts. Between what, what were the years? 2001, 2011. It's really hard. I have a bad memory for this kind of stuff, but I think I could pull it off. Uh, mm. Pull this off. It's the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Willis. <laughs> were they back yet? <laughs> if Dave Hill was here. Is anybody on four? Uh, yeah, we no. have John on four. No. I'm joining. All right, Mario's on yeah, four. Who can name crap I, I team? I'm, I think I'm stopping at three. Who can name five? Five teams between John those. Says, Mario's uh, hand is still whoa, 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 whoa. up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait, wait. Can you name five, Mario? I'm hedging. John's hand is up. He can name five. Uh, name those five, dumbass. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Take it easy. All right, I just pulled it up to five on you. That was a bluff. I didn't know any of them. Los Angeles Kings. Oh, by the way. If a team has won twice, you have to name them twice. Now, if I get it wrong, Mario gets the points? No, I have to go with four. Okay. Uh, Los Angeles can No, how could he go with four if I'm giving him the answers right now? Between 2001 and 2011. Just say right or wrong. Los Angeles Kings. Wrong. All right. So he's done. You're out. What do you mean I'm out? I got one wrong. You got one wrong. (laughs) You have to name them. So what? You got to get them all right. You got to get five right. That's it. My turn. Yeah. That's right. You got to name five. Uh, oh, what can, did they win in 2012? A, yeah. Holy a shit. Twice uh-huh. that counts as I told, two? So I'm told. That's why I'm yeah. I have a whole list. I got, why did I stop it with that? You should have started with that, but you would have ended it with miserable. <laughs> Go ahead, asshole. I, I can wow. name a team twice? Go ahead. No. Name, name one. Devils. Devils. No. No. They, no, no, no. They did it? 2003, the Devils won the Stanley Cup. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Yes. That's a point. Uh, Devils That's again. A point. That's a point. You don't have to keep going. That's the beauty of it. What? What? Yeah. He got it. He stole it from you. This game's stupid. My brain is melting. <laughs> I've mastered the in right, workings uh, of this game. Humor me. What do go I ahead. got? I got the Ducks. Yes. 2007. Yes. I got uh, Boyhood. Boyhood, <laughs> yes. Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> no, I, did uh, not get did I not got a, uh, the Blackhawks. Right. I got the Penguins. I got yep. the Black Crows with Jimmy Page. Why didn't I start with that? I got the Canadians. Right. I Detroit. Canadians. Wait. No, no Canadians. No Canadians. Detroit. No. 
Yeah, okay. Detroit, of course. Detroit did win, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Detroit won twice in that 2012. time. 2012. Who, who won in 2005? Uh, the no. Stars? The Nobody. Maple Leafs. Nobody. Nobody. It was, it was a lockout. Yeah. Uh, John, here's what happened. I, I don't care. I made Fuck you, you go to five. Let's move And then I stole it from you. The and then I stole it from you. You're not right. allowed to steal with one answer. That's ridiculous. That's it. That's all it takes. Ridiculous. Go ahead, Ryan. I love that loophole. L.A. Kings for the lose, ladies and gentlemen. Kings. Oh. You got destroyed by What's the happening player. with the Mets? Two outs, man on first. One, yeah. Where's that little Elliot Tertron? Next question, please. It's looking for the fastball. All right. Who can name one? Of the largest, the 10 largest island nations in the world. Who can name one of those? Tommy can. Island nations. Brian Wait, can. Wait, I, I need clarification. Largest by Pat per capita can. or Mario per population? Mario can. Land? Geography. By land or by population? By, by, by land. John, you in? Yeah. All right. Who can name two? Me. All right. Uh, that looks like almost everybody except Mario. I'm up. I'm up. Mario's up. Who can name three? What are we naming? Mario's uh, Pat's in largest island nations in the world. Pat's in Tommy's island in. nations. Brian, what do you say? And G, he's out. out. All right, Mario's in. You're out, and Degrom's out of the inning, and let's move along with the game. That's right. We're well, waiting on you, sir. Yeah, I'm in for a million. Three. Yeah. You can get three. Who can yeah. get four? Uh, going down. Pat could get four. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's, oh, oh wait, wait, can I, can I, can I do this? Are you gonna come back in? You can come back in. Right, I'm gonna go know. around and ask. I'll get to you last. John, yeah, can you yeah, get four? Yeah, no, I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this. Uh, right. If I say no, I'm out. You're out. Yes, I can get four. Okay. I'll match John. John. I'll match four. John at four. Mario, are you in? Oh, what the hell? Four. All right, and everybody's in. Who can get five? Five. Of the world's largest island nations. Does Sicily count? It's only one way to find out, sir. It usually doesn't. So, someone explain to Mario what an island is. <laughs> Sicily is Who can get island? five? Anybody? No, it's Come on, one of you guys oh, got oh, 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 my gosh. I'm a dummy. Sicily is an island. I'm sorry, Mario. It's an island, but it's, a, it's not a nation. It's not, it's not a, a nation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Part of this other thing we like to call Chuchland. Here's <laughs> Brian Musical. Someone ex- we were going to let that slide, I thought by it the was way. Part of the Someone uh, explain to Mario, <laughs> Mario what an island is. Oh, my goodness. Mario, I'm so sorry. I thought it was on That's the boot. That's all right, Dr. Brian. You make me feel good when you talk <laughs> to me. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, Ryan, then we all, oh we all go at four. Let's all try four. No, it doesn't work that way. Hey, somebody's got to be the brave one. Who's going to say five? I'm in. All right, who's, who else is going to do five? I'm out doing five. I'm out. All right, go ahead. Show me? Us, show us how smart who, you are. Who you called dummy. me a liar? Everybody, Everybody. did. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. Who's going to get the points if I lose? <laughs> Everybody does. That's what All happened right. already. Qualifier. Uh, Chris says Rikers Jap- Island. Japan. <laughs> right. Japan's number four. Uh, Greece. Greece is a mainland. Oh, Bullshit. No, no. Well, Greece, it's got, it's got Lesbos. Lesbos, I meant. You're a Lesbos. <laughs> I can't give it to you. Guam, Philippines. How about uh, where Dovi used to be from? Philippines is right. Guam is in a U.S. island. Yeah, so. Yep. Australia. It's a territory. It's a territory. Wait, he's out. He's Take out. Stop. Oh, it's all right. It's all over. Right. It's over. It doesn't matter. Everybody else gets a point. Long Island. Long Island. Strong, Strong Island, Strong baby. Islands. SI. Let's go island. What about the tiny island nation of Guam? I wrote Guam, that. We just went over that. It's owned by the U.S. If you're born in Guam, you're a U.S. citizen. That's right. Uh, Thank you. People tell me I'm a little guabby. Okay. I get a little gout in the left tit myself. So we all got a point, and John did it? 
Australia. That's what happened. Oh, come on. How is that possible? Australia is the biggest one. Everybody stayed in until four. Tommy Rogers I wrote down Australia. Australia. That's it no, was no, unprecedented. I, Everybody stayed in until four. How's an island? It's a fucking continent. It, it, by that metric, everything's an island. Cuba? <laughs> Jamaica? Do those count? Australia's no. not a right answer. Oh, but, Cuba's, but, yes. Cuba. Australia's not a right Cuba's answer. Good. It's an island nation. Cuba no, was, Cuba was one of the right answers. Let's move on. Here we go. Let us move on. Who can name one war fought by the United States? <laughs> I, I have a hand in Wait, there. this week? I got this. <laughs> right. <laughs> the who, war on drugs. Who can name two? And wars, wars by, by proxy don't count. Everybody got two. Who can name three? Mary, you're not raising your hand. You in? I'm waiting for the cash in at the end. All right. <laughs> four? Who could do four? Who could do five? Everybody got their hand up still. Six. Three hands dropped. Mario's went up. Mario's in. John? You could do six. Oh, I want to hear Mario's six. John's got six. Who could do seven? Mario's hand is up. John's hand is up for seven. Oh, damn it. Who could do eight? Hold on. Think about this. War on drugs count. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's eight. Mario, you in for eight? Come on. Yes. Man. There's a lot. Of wow. John, let's hear Mario. Who could do nine? Anybody do nine? Uh, no. Yes. John's doing nine. Mario? Let him go for it, dumbass. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you want a piece of this? Let's hear it. Remember, All you right. get one wrong. Now, are you gonna are you gonna fucking give me technical to, if the war wasn't actually declared? If it's wrong, it's wrong, Mr. Hulahan. So war I'm asking Ryan. Sorry. These are wars that the United States with a good one. That John. the United right. States <laughs> participated Let's in. Let's start with a good one. Revolutionary don't, War. Just listen, don't give me the fucking war on drugs. I got you. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, if I say right. Vietnam, you get to say American, that's Right. War. American Revolutionary War is correct. All right. All that's right. one. All right. I will go with the Civil War. Right. Even a, um, I will go with World War One. Right. And World War Two. Oh, you got it. Nice. I will also go with uh, the Franco-American War. Oh. The Franco-American War. Nice. Does that count? Yes. Never even heard of that. I will go with uh, <laughs> Korea. <laughs> Korean War. The Franco-American War. Franco yeah, man. What the fuck War. is that? Are we? I don't know. We fought the French. I think. <laughs> fact check. A, fact check. Was, Those was, guys are on horses or something. That was, that was oh, when the term no, Freedom I'm, Fries I'm was kidding. Kidding. That's a joke. Spanish-American War is what yeah, I meant to yeah, say. Of course. Franco-American. Was that over a can of like Chef Boyardee? That's when I fought about, Cortez myself. Then you said Korean War. That's six. It was about Korean James Franco. Walsh. What do you got to get? Two more? James Franco. No, Two more. Nine. nine. All right. Opera- nine. Operation Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> James Iraq Franco American yeah. War. Uh, let's see. I have the Mexican American War as my uh, last one. Yes. Uh, that's, that's still going uh, on. Can you give me one more anyway? Do I have to? Sure, uh, why not? Do it for a goof. Uh, war in Afghanistan. Yeah, that's right. I have that's several right. that weren't mentioned. What's that? The War of 1812. Right. Oh, good that's one. good. The... Uh, when Vietnam they were... War. Right. Good I have the Vietnam War. I said it. No, you, know, you never said that one. Fuck, I have a written Granada. Down. I won anyway. You, you Fuck you. Granada and the war in <laughs> Iran. Granada. Grenada. And all that subversive activity we did in El Salvador. Hello, mother. La luchar continua. <laughs> Hello, mother. Here I am at Camp Granada. Something, something. We don't know the rest of the world. <laughs> good job, John. You you squeaked out a point. Squeaked out. I you, kicked you your ass. You had some good ones. Listen, shut up. You lost. I'm the best. Thank you, What's five. the point total? The point total is Mario with three, everybody else with one. Who are you, John? Hmm? Best? 
Let's go. This is on. Yeah, Mario can't let me. Even if I win one round, he'll just like berate me the entire time. I said a good Imagine job. what it's like to be married to you. It's like you never lo- win a fight. I would kill myself. I know. I, I know things not because I'm a man, but because I've lived longer than you, sir. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes do you, do you ever ever have you ever said to your wife once in your life, "I'm sorry, I was wrong." Yes. Bullshit. Yes. Right after you never said it to me. That's not true. <laughs> You've never admitted that you were wrong to me in your life. I was wrong about this radio show, wasn't I? Yeah, well, you're wrong. You couldn't destroy it from the inside. (laughs) Listen, I commented how great you did, and then you berated me, telling me how you're the best. There are some people who never admit guilt or or wrongdoing, and you're one of them. Uh, No, that's true. I have many faults. (laughs) Well, Mario, use your words. Are you upset? Tell John about it. Well, you you made me feel. No, get out of here. Let's play the game. Dr. Brian, uh, Ryan, where are we? He's making me talk. Mario's Ryan, crying. <laughs> show me on the doll. Ryan, where are we? All right, let's go Mets. Two out. Man on first. <laughs> the big bat of Ruben Tejada at the plate. <laughs> Did the Rangers win? Oh, yeah. We win 4-2 with a minute left. Nice. Let's ask All the right. chat. Who can name one manned space mission Launched by NASA. And this isn't Apollo 1, Apollo 2, Apollo 3. You have to... Apollo is one of the right answers, okay? I'm going to give that to you now, so who can Apollo's name one? off the board. So who can name two, because, yeah. Everybody well, can well, name well, Apollo. Well, what so. was the question? Man space mission is just to space? Launched by NASA. Uh, who was. can name two? Uh-huh. Pat Walsh. The, uh, can we name the, the ship? Like if it was a mission, you know? Yeah, it's it, the, yeah, the mission the itself. Mission. <laughs> isn't so, the mission named after Not the each number within a mission, but the mission itself. Ryan. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. Go on, Is, go on. Isn't the mission named after the ship? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like usually? Okay. Right. Or the series of ships with oh. the same name. All right. All right. That's one mission. Uh, okay? Yeah. Okay. I could play. I'm good for about. All right. Go. Okay. Who could do one? Who could do two? Who could do three? Bunch of hands is still up right now. I'm not even going to name them. Who could do four? Tommy's down. Pat's down. T- Brian's up. Oh, shit. Brian, you the only one? I might have fucked myself. But let, could, could we try it? What do you got for us, I'm calling Brian a liar. All right. I'm going to fuck myself. Everybody's uh, in line for a point except Mario. (laughs) Why? Because you didn't have your name up. First of all. That's your scheme right there. Oh, damn it. Time out. First of all, everyone should have been in line for a point on the first time when Mario stole the point from me by not... You know, by just answering one thing. He was the only one left. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mission Before pedantic. I forget, can I, I get my I don't know answer? about the structure. Go ahead. Game. No, I've been keeping track and it's been sound. And Go I ahead, might, Brian. I might be wrong in what a mission is, but can I say Discovery, Columbus, be more no. s- wait, wait, Discovery? Wait, wait. Wrong. Those are all part of one mission? Col- oh. What do you mean? It's not Columbus, Columbia, by the way. You're Columbia. Out. No, too late. Columbia. Too late. Too late. corrected himself. <laughs> so, what well, Columbus Day is Monday, so hey. Right? I get correct. Give me no some way you get a clubby. You said Columbus, but you're totally out. I thought oh, these are. Hold on, let's give me a chance. Every, all of those are part of one mission. Oh, okay. okay. Those are all part of the same mission. That's what you got to do. I'll I'm give learn- you a chance to keep going here. I'm learning. Now start over. Go. C- Columbia. It's part of a mission. You got to name but the mission. But that's my answer. That's not right. I Thank can't you give you that. I tried to help you out. I so. suck at the rank. Uh, well, Apollo. Right. Apollo is one of the missions. But yeah. you're out. It but you're work. out. It's it's well, moot. It's read a the moot answers point. then, right? Man. Right. So go ahead. Can, can I get the answer? You had your uh, Mercury, your Gemini. Oh. Scott? Gemini. Scott, that's, right. that's how the astronauts <laughs> what pronounce it. What do you got there? Gemini, that hydrogen, that propane, the butane. That's how the know, astronauts pronounce it. Fuck you guys call it. You had your Apollo space shuttles that you were looking for. Right. 
and uh, International Space Station, uh, Skylab, blah, 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 blah. Skylab. Skylab was a mission, yeah. yeah. You know what else is a mission? The Challenger. I yeah. saw Skylab. No, 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 no. Challenger is part Just of the same enterprise. Right. It's part of the space, the space shuttle. I have tape yeah. of it. Think about the shape of the ship. It's the shape of the ship. What? The shape of the ship. The shape of the ship. What? The shape of the ship. So, is your ship in shape? No point for me. I, I realize right. what I did wrong. Let's okay. go. Well, let's go let's one more on. here then. All one right. more. <laughs> all right. Muppets and who can name one Stanley? What's black and white, white and red all over. Sorry. Here go. Hey, who can name one Stanley Kubrick movie? Uh, okay. I failed this test before. I would like to redeem myself. Nice. Who can name two? <laughs> who can name three? Four. Five. God damn it! Wow! Wow! Six. John, it's on you for six. John's taking notes. <laughs> How's John's, it feel? How's it feel, Captain? John's hurriedly searching his phone. <laughs> no, no, no. Near my phone. No. I'm writing with a pen and paper, my friend. <laughs> a stereo with tape. And a plate of fish, which is my favorite dish. Shit, man. I think I can only do five. I love no, you're on, you're on the clock for six. And with this, and if you get Gina this, you tie Mario. I can't. I'm trying to think what's in the box set. Uh, who had five? five? Who had five? I can't do six. I can't well, do six. Just start... Just start going. Who had five? Really? Yeah, just because it's Why? on you. Wait, maybe you'd rather not give the guy who, who you're, five. No. You're the only one that had your hand raised for six. I did? Um, yes. No, I didn't. Yes. Are you nuts? I did. Pay attention. You're the one that wasn't paying no. attention. I was. You were writing. That I was went watching so fast. You. Everything else has gone so slow. I had my hey, hand. Hey, you know, that's your strategy. It backfired it's on like you. It's like an auction where you pull yourself up this with is the paddle. You're, on the, you're on the hook conspiracy. for six right now. You're on the, you could tie the game with this. All right, Shining. Shining's correct. Uh, eyes wide shut. Right, that's two. A clockwork orange. Three. Ah. Uh, two thousand one, a space odyssey. Right, that's four. Um, Justin Turner up at bat. Uh, uh snake eyes. No, oh. that was not. That was not <clears throat> Nicholas Cage. That was not right. So right. who goes for the steal? Brian, you go for the steal. Uh, all right. Uh, do I have to start from the top? Just one. Just, Just give, give us me one. one. Oh, one that he didn't mention. Did, did, oh, my did God. I can't believe I missed Space the Odyssey? most obvious yes, fucking Brian, one. one that yes. he did not mention. Did he say Barry Lyndon? 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 You get the point for that. Okay. But, ah. All right. Good job, everybody. Uh, hey, wait a second. I can't believe I missed Full Metal fucking Jack. Right? Uh, yeah. Really? Well, you did. <laughs> yeah. You also had your Lolitas. Music off shaved and ready to star that movie. My am, I am in a world. I am in a oh, world of shit. Hey, listen, get the fuck off my obstacle. What's the next question? <laughs> uh, Mario, congratulations! You are the winner of the ah, round game this week. I will yeah, take a shot. Mario bullshit! Oh, Once again, my superior bullshit. years have proven me shit. wiser than the rest of you. Disgusting. I'm sick already. <laughs> it just comes with age, John. Oh, Dr. Strangelove. How do we miss that? That's yeah. a great one. Yeah, absolutely. What the hell, Jason? I hate you, Justin Turner. I know. This guy, he, he can't stop. We he, used to root for him, right, John? X-Met. He's a great oh, Met. Man. That was an error by Kadir, too. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah, Why is, what is Kadir doing out there? In and out of his glove. Why is he in the outfield? Oh, no. Yeah, he's, 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 been, to be he's been good with the bat. Solid, oh, solid. Man, uh, that's oof. horrible. Yeah. Kadire, that's an obvious error in the center field. Playing, there. Degrom, too shallow on him. Can't How many outs? None. Ouch! I knew Turner would. Ryan, did they say eyes? Man on second. No, yeah, yeah, that was I, the I second think. one that John said. Okay. 
yeah. Here's Thank Tommy you. with the news. Yeah. <laughs> good game, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan good game. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Good job, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. And thank you, gentlemen of the barrage. Thank you all for playing. I hope you enjoyed it. Of course. Mark Marin coming up in about 10 minutes. Is every <laughs> for those joining us. Thank you. <laughs> Here's Tommy's news. <laughs> He's coughing his lung out of Tommy runs it, comes into the garage like 20 minutes till the show goes on. He's like, I'm going to be here early. He's freaking out. He's got to conduct a, a show meeting and also write his news at the same time. Yeah. Freaking and he did it all, though. He, he got it all done. He got it way done. <laughs> yeah. His news has gone digital. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm reading out of a laptop for once. you got to get out of the city. Yeah. News, traffic, weather, poker, and Mets talk on the fours. Live from the barrage. Rockstar's Bullshit. Non-breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. Hey, Tommy, yes, what's sir. in the news? All right, baby. This story is out of uh, Bostrons, actually. <laughs> uh, and I just dropped my cigarette in the garage. Oh, good. Yeah, make sure you... Make sure you drop that cigarette right in the can of gasoline. I, I, I've, I'm hiding back there. <laughs> I know a thing or two about setting the garage on fire. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't wait for this winter when you set my house on fire again. It's going to be great. Ooh, I, we're saving those little baseball bat knobs. Right? Mario's like, you can't be fine, Alice for poker. I only set the guy's house on fire. <laughs> you know, I mean, so what are we doing here? Let's let's move to the moose, the Elk Lodge. <laughs> and... An American Airlines plane headed from Phoenix to Boston made an emergency landing in Syracuse this morning after the pilot died mid-flight. Oh, shit. God. This morning. That was four no, days uh, ago. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's an old article. Sorry. <clears throat> I always wonder that whenever I'm on a plane. I'm like, there really should be like 10 guys in there. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, maybe it's contagious, whatever's going on. You know, who, who knows who ate the fish? We're lucky we got two. Yes, I remember. I had the lasagna. Two? According to a spokeswoman, uh, <laughs> that's the only reason Leslie Nielsen was was uh, fit as fit as a fiddle in those airplane movies because he ate the lasagna. That's right. Join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at two. 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 Leslie Nielsen's got the stethoscope around his neck while he travels. <laughs> Great doctor. According to a spokeswoman, flight five fifty. You know. He never you smiles the whole movie yeah. either. You don't need any backstory if uh, someone's yeah. wearing a stethoscope. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can just cut those lines of dialogue yeah. right out of the script. Yeah. He's clearly he's clearly a doctor. He's got a stethoscope. <laughs> There's a guy with like scuba gear on there. Yeah. Exactly. It's the epitome of lazy writing. <laughs> According to a spokeswoman, flight 550 left Phoenix at precisely 11.55 p.m., but was diverted before it reached its destination, touching down at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. The first officer safely landed the Airbus A320 with 147 passengers and Did five you say crew members. Airbuster? Right. <laughs> Airbus. 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 Okay, I got it. Uh, quote We are incredibly saddened by this event, and we are focused on carrying out for our pilots, family, and colleagues, the airline said in a statement. <laughs> It's unclear why, when the pilot died, or nor what the cause of death was. <laughs> Those the fucking planes fly themselves now. I'll Unless you're you, taking off for landing, you just fucking die. If I'll you tell want. you what. I'd rather oh. die than wind up in Syracuse. Right. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> right. Like Hitchbot Airlines. It was like he's like he's he's like on Hitchbot year Airlines. 28 of his job. He's like, where are we going, Syracuse? He's like, you know what? I'm gonna tap you know, out. I'm dying over here, cuz. Yeah, I'm tapping out. <laughs> I was like, give, give give me what he had. Take over the controls, Johnson. <laughs> According to TRN, it's all reports, over for me. 
Uh, the first officer calmly called the air tower and said, This flying machine is... What is this confounded contraption? The mechanical bird. I expect it to be in the air? Are you insane, man? This dual-winged contraption is can a devil's I, work. Can I tour your SUNY campus? Syracuse. Go orange. I can while away the time on your SUNY campus. Huzzah to the... Orange Sports Club. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a balloonless carriage. Yes. I've heard they have a fabulous quad. They're stout men. I don't know about these helmets, though. Seems like pussy shit to me. <laughs> um, that's the first man to ever fly. Exactly. According to the New York Post. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Holy fucking shit. I'm in the air. What the fuck is going on? I guess I'll have to ready myself for a... Quite a barrage of nasty emails from the Syracuse people. <laughs> I flew for an unprecedented 14 seconds. I've been getting hate mail on this railroad for years. <laughs> Tommy's going to explode. Go ahead, Tommy. I heard, I'm sorry. I heard the Nurse, people. take a letter. The people of Syracuse pointed to the sky and said, What is that flying contraption? <laughs> I've been in the air. Stop. The strangest balloon I've seen I'm in years. Human being, stop. This Syrac is crazy. Syracuse stop. didn't even know they had an airport, much less a basketball team. Hey. <laughs> Some venture capitalists getting in, in on the ground floor. But let's build the airport before the planes exist. Be By the way, that was the first hiccup of the night. Yeah. <laughs> that second. According to the New York Post, the first officer calmly called the New York the Post. No, Tommy, go ahead. <laughs> Find out if they're for sale. Is, I will buy them. And this is officially Tommy's least reliable source since Yahoo News. <laughs> oh my God, are you the boss tweet? According to the New York Post, the uh, co-pilot calmly called... Boss Tweed arrested. <laughs> According to the New York Post, he loves Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Corruption, scandal, buddy. I can't. According to the New York Post, the co-pilot calmly called the airport tower and said, quote, American 550, medical emergency, captain is incapacitated, I think he's dead, before requesting to land. Passengers only discovered the pilot was dead after they already boarded another flight to Boston. Where are we going? Boston? Uh, yes, Tower. I believe the uh, pilot's dead. Now, this next news story still has, like, uh, added <laughs> clips from the website I peeled it from, so you got to bear it's with like, me. We're just picturing, like, the, uh, the, the, the fucking, uh, what do you call them, waitress? Yeah. One of those broads coming out and be like, yeah, you know, everything's fine. The pilot's dead. <laughs> I'm going to strap myself in here, and uh, there'll be no drinks for the rest of the flight. Yeah, the stewardess. Drink Every, service yeah, right. is suspended for now. Flight the flight attendant. Thank I've you. been on flights where, like, I thought yeah, we were going to crash, and when they say, like, because we're going to crash, there's no drink service, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I'd rather have the drink and die. Yeah, leave the bottle. Than not have it, yeah. Leave the bottle. Take the cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what's in the news? I believe they called it feeding wenches. <laughs> well, this, the last story landed in Boston, so we'll pick it up from there. Uh, months after winning a national title, Harvard's debate team has fallen to a group of New York prisoner inmates. Holy fucking shit, Jay. Come on, bro. We're going to college, bro. Let's do it, kid. The showdown took it's place. fucking wicked smart. The, the showdown between the two took place at the Eastern Correctional Facility in New York, a maximum security prison where convicts uh, can take courses taught by faculty uh, from nearby Bard College, uh, where inmates uh, have formed a popular debate club. Last month, they uh, invited the Ivy League undergraduates and this year's national debate champions over a friendly competition. Uh, the prison debate team beat Harvard, and uh, I have some tape of it. Yes, right. no, 
<laughs> yes. No. The inmates were asked to argue that public schools should not be allowed to deny enrollment to undocumented students, a position the team opposed. One of the judges, named Mary Nugent, uh, told the Wall Street Journal that Bard's team uh, effectively made the case that the schools, which served undocumented children, uh, often underperformed. Uh, And that's all I have on the news from that story. Wow, way to go out with a bang. Yeah. And I have one more story. Uh, oh, 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 wait a minute. What is that? That's- I'm sorry. This is tape of Mario suing the Mets. <laughs> Plaintiff, Mario Asaro. <laughs> Mario with Douglas State Queen. Against the defendants, the Wilpon, Sterling AA Enterprises. Hey, John, Mario is Judge Wapner. <laughs> I, I had oh, a- oh. That's Italian. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's racist, bro. I've been That's the most attacked. Racist, I have been the most attacked on this show so far. I'm allowed to have a quick. Uh, I can't catch a fight. It'll be gone. <laughs> I think you're uh, you think you're a victim here. I think you're hanging out with Conan Neutrons a little too much. Yeesh. I know Tommy has one more story, but you know they almost got me last week with my fake lanyard, John. You First that, the right? pizza contest, now this. Yeah, I heard uh, Mario <laughs> makes these fake lanyards so we could sneak down to the good seats of the Mets games, and they almost caught him. Oh, God. Mario's ready to abandon ship and say it's over and let, let me just run I out got, of here. I got my son with me. I couldn't lose face. <laughs> so what happens is I have the line that says Section 109. Last game of the year, I always go to the behind the dugout and watch the Mets win or lose how bad they are. And I always have a sign. Sometimes the sign says, you sucked. But sometimes it just says, thanks. Like this year, said, gone, you hot. Thanks. Thanks for a good season. Mario's in the promotional video that the Mets released. I am. Released. I'm in the Mets say thank you video. You have to pause it at the exact right 126. time. I can never get it. So the guy, I'm, I'm, we're going in early. I said, forget it, Kevin. Let's not even go to my seats because I didn't even get us seats together. I just got us two individual seats to get in. Let's just go to 109. So it's early now. So now it's not just show me your thing and walk to your seat. He's checking <laughs> to see what side of the aisle you're on. So he's looking at my line and he's going, yeah, 109, what seat number are you? So I'm like, I don't know. He goes, I'll take it out. Now when I take it out, I'm busted. Why don't you just say two? No. So I <laughs> Two? I, Four? I go to pull it out. Right. I'm like, I'm about to run with my son. I'm like, come on, Kevin. Let's get out of here. Live from the Barrage Sports Update. <laughs> and without even missing a beat, I just pull it out. I unfold it. I say, oh, seat 17. I show him number 17. He goes, right this way, sir. You didn't Beautiful. tip him, I bet you. You didn't tip there's him no when he wiped. When no, you tipping. can't, there's no. The, they once they busted anymore? everyone, there's no exchange. There's no of hand-to-hand fired. contact. Oh, not okay. even a handshake. Mike and Yonkers, you're on the fan. Hey, uh, just want to know what's up with these Mets. You know, they're going to get the Astros, or what's going we're, on? Uh, we're working guys, on guys, it, guys. Guys, okay, guys. You, 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 right. you waited on hold two hours to say that, guys. Guys, please, 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 please. Mets are going nowhere. We're working on it, guys. Guys, guys, please. Okay, 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 guys. Okay. Oh, the best thing he hey. said the other day, he goes, uh, he has to do live reads, right? So Francesca does a live read, which is the worst idea in the world because he's so just an idiot. And he goes, uh, it's for a clothing store. And he goes, well, it's fall now and everyone's wearing clothes again. <laughs> hey, who's called Like in? everyone was naked yeah. before the, the fall season. Remember when stopped wearing clothes when it wasn't fall? I remember that. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys. Uh, Maybe you, know, you could it's... educate us. Who, uh, who the, are we talking to? Conan. Oh, hello. It's Conan Neutron. Hey, and, and Chief. By the way, oh, I'd like to hey, Chief. All right. Yeah, Go ahead. Sorry. I, Who just... Don't hit the bar. <laughs> no, we just, just wait, Conan, the show. Hang on. We just lost you. Hang on. Hold on. Sorry, Conan. 
I did not do that. For the record. The show is over. Can you hear me, Connor? Go! Oh, yeah. man. So, okay, go ahead. I'm just saying, I, I wanted back. to congratulate you guys for not only a great show, but for breaking all... Get gong ready, by the way. Uh, for breaking all listenership records for Radio oh, Network. What do, hey, what do we have, 23? Buddy, I break the fucking record every week. No, you don't. <laughs> you're telling me there's no, there's no fucking way that any show has ever beat the amount of listeners we've had at any time. Uh, no, actually, that's objectively wrong. But no, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. You're, you're, I, okay. I tune in every day. And uh, I check the listenership. I, you want me to give you the? You want me to yeah. give the actual? Let's hear the numbers. No, nope. let's hear the numbers. Let's check with uh, no, no, no. This is nope. behind the scenes stuff. I don't think we should. Nope. We should reveal ourselves. Let's hear the numbers. Nope. Just Tom, Tom G. Hey, hey, Tom hey, 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 hey. The important. No. The important fact is you guys had a great show. And oh, okay. Thank you. It's always the right backhanded right. shit, you know. <laughs> No, I'm I'm trying to give you a fucking compliment. Yeah, well, try, 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 try harder. You suck at it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Conan. We appreciate it. I do appreciate it. And the and the show was great. He obviously had a great time. It it, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. I. I loved hearing the crap, not crap. That was great. It was, it was awesome. He was just. It was, it was a I'm weird. Just trying to you well done. Thanks, man. It was a weird crap, not crap. Where like, uh, I thought that the bit might have been. It, first of all, crap, not crap is always gold. And then when we did it with him I, in the beginning, I'm like, shit, this is gonna go n- nowhere. I, well, I'm having a problem. And that's when his phone started to like kind of get thought, funky. I thought he was gonna not crap anybody. Just. Right out of, uh, but then once he started mentioning about yeah, the with the comedians and making fun yeah. of me and all that, I, yeah, I, that was good. I knew. I, he was I knew be okay. Believe me, the first thing I wrote down when, when I knew we were gonna have him on a week ago, I wrote down crap, not crap. So people like it wasn't like a big idea. Like I knew I had to do that, and it would be fun. So I think we got a, most of my questions in. I have a bunch left over. I'll ask him tomorrow. I'll email. <laughs> you you got some good stuff out of him too, and and he does he is having Steve on like he already had he recorded an episode with Steve. I don't know. Oh, that's, that's recorded. Yeah, no, I heard about it. I didn't know if it was recorded or not. I don't think he's released it yet, but that should be fun. What was your second question, Conan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to talk about the Mets and uh, you know uh, how they're gonna do. Are All you right. a, are you really for uh, L A? Are you an L A fan out there, or you're a San Francisco fan? He's Oakland. I, I, I don't give a flying fuck about anything. You're, you're, right. not, a, Conan, you're not a you're not a you're not a Giants fan, uh, dude. I live in Oakland. Are you kidding? First of all, if I was gonna Oak rep Town. anything, wouldn't I rep the A's? But yeah, I don't. No, I mean, yeah, no. Conan doesn't care about uh, baseball or anything like that. I, don't I, I will say I will say this, and this is something that I, I feel bad, John. I'm gonna apologize that. Kevin Goldstein, uh, my friend who is the the badass who has made the Houston Astros a real contender. Yeah, man. They won last night. I, I was going to get him on your baseball show and just some work shit fucking happened, whatever, like uh, fucking awesome. blah, blah, blah. You know, it's that. okay he's a great dude. the night that uh, we were going to have him on, the Astros were actually playing, so I don't know if he'd be uh, available, but, you know. No, no, he was, and he actually was willing to do it. Ah, uh, shit. Not well. It's not that I dropped. It's not that I dropped the ball so much as I had some work stuff that was happening. Yeah, no, it's no problem. We, uh, I was talking about this. I went out for drinks with Devin Dixon last night. Do you know Devin from the forum? Yeah, yeah, I love Devin. He's and, great. Uh, we both love Carl Hendricks trio. We bonded right. over that. He was in town, so I went out with him and uh, and Jody was there, and uh, Devin and I got to talking about uh, your friend uh, Goldstein, and uh, we definitely want to have him on in some capacity, whether we do another baseball show or not. I would like to have him on as a guest or something. So we got to keep that on the burner. We'll, we'll, we'll could, make that happen. He he's into it. He's yeah. um yeah he's into it. Cool. 
Awesome, and he's he, he's a dude that, like I mean that guy before he even was I mean he's basically the guy that has turned that team into a contender right yeah I, I even know that big saber saber metrics Billy Bean uh, Moneyball type things if you haven't seen the movie yeah, yeah. Moneyball yeah he's too. really I mean anyone that ever knew from baseball perspectives like knows that that guy's like very metric yeah yes uh, it drops in drops sorry sorry turn your radio Conan, Conan was there ever Conan, a time where you tried Conan, to Get into baseball, or do you, were you always just against it? I'm, I've never been against it. I, I've actually been to a bunch. I mean, here's the thing. So I've, Corner, we got, we have, I've, I've been to some really cool games, and I've been to games with, like, really awesome rock and roll people into baseball, and I enjoy it. I just like playing it more than watching it, right. basically. Right. I hate playing I, it. <laughs> Corner, we have a Met on base. On base. <laughs> Can you, turn okay. your, can you turn your radio off, sir? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Turn, turn, turn your radio off. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Radio off. Oh, radio. Distracting. I think maybe it's uh, it the signal. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Conan, are you there? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Oh, no, anyway, he's here. He's so here. We got him. We got him. Wait, time right. out. We, we got you, Conan. Sorry. We need you here. Sean went to pee and the whole thing fell I did. apart. I went to pee and everything fell apart. Well, yeah, we, we have him. Off the rails. Conan, thanks for letting us do this. Uh, you know, I appreciate you, broke, you putting you broke, this together. All right. Here's, here's, the, here's the salient points, right? Are you ready? You guys broke all listenership records, and it was a great fucking show. Well done. Thank you, Conan. All right. I agree with both yeah. of those statements. Toast preach. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Let me tell you how awesome you are, John. <laughs> Listen, Conan, uh, we've got to get you off the air because we're ending the show early to watch the playoffs. And so Don't you got, worry. You got some filler. Uh, you got right, some take filler? as much time as you want, Yeah, Conan. Say going. whatever you want. Conan, Conan what's going on with the band? That's all I've got to say. I just wanna, I was, I, here, here's the thing. All right? I'm proud of you guys. That's Thank it. you. I'm proud of you. Conan, you can stay. I just want Thanks, to know if man. you have filler because we're cutting it off soon, right? Aren't we, Captain? Speaking of cutting off. You know, yeah. a lot of people think that uh, I dislike Conan, and they're right. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm just kidding. I just you, you, you know, I mean, I, actually, when I see Conan, like, you know when you see somebody and you get happy? Every time I see the guy, Goodbye. I get happy. Yeah. I'm always yeah, happy we're, to we're, see Conan. He's a good friend. We're, we're like we're like the best buds when like we're it's in person. It's just on the yeah, radio it's, it's, you know what it is. I think we should stop communicating in print. Right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. All right. Hey. I'm out. Wait. All right. Oh, yeah, stay. Okay. So, lo so long, Chief. Okay, hang on one. Caller. One second. You're on the air. Yeah. Hi. Okay. Who am I speaking with, please? Uh, you're speaking with Alexa from oh. Chicago. Hi. Alexa! How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are you drinking a Bloody Mary? You better not be. Brian Musical. <laughs> no, I had one yesterday at 5 p.m. I don't know if that would be acceptable that's not, uh, that's okay. or not to you. but It's, it's acceptable. It, I think the cutoff is sundown. So it's acceptable. 5 p.m. is fine. Alexa, what's going on? How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing good after that Mark Marin interview. We're we feeling had a pretty big good. Idea. Damn I know. I know. You guys did a great job. You did. Thanks. Uh, you know. Yeah. We're excited about the Mets and we're ready to party. <laughs> I know. Go party. <laughs> get some get some vines up there. We hey. shall. Thanks. <gasps> Alexa, what are you up to tonight? Get some like really excited. Um, you know, woo woo, vines partying and all that. <laughs> Do that. Are you calling from Chicago? I am. Uh huh. Yep, that's where I live. How's, how's the pizza? Right off the river. <laughs> what's what's cooking in Chicago tonight? Any shows? Fans? Yeah, there is a show at the bottle tonight. Um I might head over there. Who's playing? Um yeah, then uh spray paint. They're a band from Austin, mm -hmm. Texas. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I might water over there. Do or it. I'll just stay here drinking Lagunitas beers. It, who knows? It could go either way. It really could. You've so. got to keep your finger on the pulse of the music scene up there in Chicago. See in Unity. Support it. Go see them. They came here from yeah. Austin. Go see yeah. Them. I mean, I like to do that. How far? How far like are you from <laughs> Alexa? How far are you from the bottle? Oh, like um, by car, maybe like fifteen, twenty minutes. Oh, okay, it's a little 15 far. Fifteen minutes. I was gonna say. Yeah, you know, go, go my boss, it could be like an hour at this point. You know, and so who knows? But, Alexa, yeah. there's something else huge going on in Chicago tonight that I happen to be aware of, and actually, there is. Someone's just saying it now in the chat board. <laughs> there, you might have heard of the. What's fake, going on? You might have heard of the fake limbs before. Oh well, sure, sure. Uh, they might be yeah, playing. Yeah, I've seen those jokers plenty of times. <laughs> you know, it would have been nice to see them at Lincoln Hall. But, they might you know. be playing a large venue tonight. Lincoln Hall, she just said. Um, it. Yeah, Lincoln Hall's very decent. It's like a newer, like they revamped um, Lincoln Hall out there. I've been there. So it, it looks like a fresh club. It's like very clean. Yeah. Um, the sound is usually great. The yeah. X and Bear Claw, they're, they're going to be playing out there in a couple of weeks, and that's going to be good. Um, but I, yeah, go go see. That. I, could I be, didn't get tickets to that ahead of time. And uh, Alexa, out, were you so. nervous? <clears throat> were you nervous when you were interviewing Barack Obama? Was I what? Were you nervous <laughs> when you were interviewing Barack Obama? John Barack still- Obama. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still working off the same. Oh no, piece of man. Paper here, you know? No, you me and Barack, questions. like we go so like we go way back. It's a Chicago. You know? like, it's a Chicago it's- thing. <laughs> How are your cats? No, no, yeah. <laughs> crap, not crap, Gallagher. Fine, I used to like nanny for his kids, and, you know, I made Who? the Barack Obama cocktail. Oh. You know. Every, well, you yeah. made a Barack, a Barack tail? Totally not nervous. I don't think I would be nervous if I met Barack. I'd be happy, but he's from C- he's from C- <laughs> he's from Chicago. He can't be. You can't. You got to be cool. With hey, he's organizing the community over there. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. That's what I just said. He took the red line, man. You know, he eats, he eats the dogs with the man, tomatoes and pickles was... and onions and shit. Twelve second Bronx cocktail. Take two ounces of gin, oh, a quarter God. ounce of sweet vermouth, a quarter ounce of dry vermouth, one ounce of orange juice, and a dash of bitters. Shake with ice and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish with an orange twist. That was fourteen seconds. Yeah, that's like that's that's my and that and that guy doesn't drink anymore. Alexa, go ahead. What? (laughs) Alexa, what? Did we lose Alexa? Don't grab a Tropicana. Go to (laughs) grab a Seagrams. Oh, I don't know. Oh, she's she's there. I'm sorry. Something a twist. Hold on. Flamed orange, whatever it is. Yeah, a nice old fashioned. No, it was me. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. I made a mistake. I tried to turn oh, down. Well, the- you know, everyone makes mistakes. It's all right. That's right. Sure. Forgiving soul. This is a beautiful person we have on the phone. Yes. Thank you for listening, <laughs> Alexa. Did you think the Marin interview went okay? Did you hear it? Um, oh, yeah. Of course I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, was like, fine. <laughs> my plan for the Friday night was to listen to the, you, you guys interview Marin uh-huh. on the radio, and you guys did a great job. Uh-huh. So, thank you. Applause. A round Thanks, of applause. Thanks, Alexa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hello. Let's applaud ourselves. Well, thank you so much. Let's early? applaud ourselves, and I think yeah, we should. You guys did a great job. I think Thanks, we should wrap Alexa. this uh, wrap this show up. What do you guys say? I'm all for it. Oh man, I'll right. stress the news out. Alexa, thank you I so have much. My jacket on. Oh no problem. I'll talk I to just you want to call and you know say thank you for you guys making my 
my Friday night better. It's oh, only part one. You always do. You oh, always do. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for much. taking the time out to listen. Yeah. I we mean, appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It. I mean, that, that you guys are uh, getting a <laughs> kick out of the show is like, uh, just makes me, uh, makes me very happy. So now you. go out there and kick some well, ass. Makes me happy. Hey, is, is makes the, me happy too. Wait, wait. This just in on the chat. Is the ex playing Chicago tonight? No, not until um, October 21st. Okay. I think it's like a Tuesday or something. But Bear Claw is opening up for them. Right. You know, like Rich Fessler and Scott Pico um, and the other guy who I'm not yeah, exactly. That, right. that drummer's like, got a mint. Friends with him, so I apologize for not, not knowing his his name, but Fuck um, but Fuck yeah. <laughs> Even though they're kind of like um, on hiatus or disbanded at this point, because people have like moved to different um, cities and stuff. Yeah, they'll they'll be opening up for the for the X at Lincoln Hall on ten twenty one. That's so, a nice, yeah. great gig, and the X are also where fake friends are playing tonight. Yeah, right, right. And I believe when the last beer of Chicago was at, which is a couple of years ago, I saw Codeine. I believe it was at Lincoln. Yeah, anyone who le- I know Alexa probably went to. If you leave the PRF barbecue to see it on the band, you're a dick. Well, no, it was uh, I, I had to see Codeine. Dick, did you? I did. Um, uh, you're, I didn't you're not, see you're not part Codeine of the scene, there. Bro. No, no, yeah, I didn't see them P- there because you were at PRF. I don't know if I've ever seen that band, but actually, so. a lot of people left the barbecue to go see Codeine around the corner. It was really fucking late. Oh, when yeah, that, I guess that could have happened. I'm sure. <laughs> when in Chicago, Brian Musicoffs. When in Chicago, one might go see Codeine. Right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark Marin. Thank you, Alexa. Thanks, Alexa. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, Mark Marin oh, will yeah, be in. You, got, you bet. Thanks. All right. I love you guys. Love Hi, you Alexa. Mark Marin. Will, <laughs> uh, Mark Marin uh, will be in Australia October 15th, 16th, and 17th. Go yeah! download his podcast at WTFPod.com. Also, uh, watch his show on IFC, which he revealed as an exclusive on this show that will be renewed for another season. Excellent. Hell yeah. Excellent. So uh, look out for that, I guess, in the fall season or something, whenever these shows come out. And thank you, Mark Marin. Yeah. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank yeah. you, Brian Musikoff. Thank you, Rodney Dangerfield. Thank you, Mario Asaro. Yes, Brian. And next week, we have Joe Gordelick in studio. Cannonball! Yeah, Joe <laughs> Gordelick in studio. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't think we lost her. Uh, uh, very nice. Jeff Gorlick of Blue Point and many other bands. Also Blue, come, tip. Come Blue Tip. Blue Point. Well, that's a, that's a Long Island beer. <laughs> yeah, take a jug of this, all right? Seven bucks. Come back for a refill. Also, a nice growler. Come see Mr. Brownstone at Baby's All Right on Halloween night, October nope. 31st. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brownstone, October 31st, Halloween night. What a surprise. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll be uh, back next week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Everybody. Have a good uh, night. Have a good night. Hey folks, 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 hey
Hey folks, 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 hey folks.
Hey, it's Mark Marin, and if you're hearing this, you're listening to Live from the Barrage, which is, I'm not going to say it's sort of a ripoff, but, uh, but well, I mean, it's not quite a ripoff because there's more guys, I guess, and there's a bar involved, but I don't, I'm not saying I invented anything, but I'm just saying, like, I'm glad these guys are, you know, doing good with it, right, I guess, and I, yeah, no, I'm happy for, for them, and they do a great show. And uh, I guess the reason I have this attitude is that, uh, was I asked to be on? No, I was just asked to record this fucking promo at an event. I was, I was sandbagged and cornered by this guy. I don't even, it's just Tommy like, Rockstar. What? Tommy Rockstar. Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> uh, to record a promo, not an invitation. Hey, maybe you come talk. No, hey, we had Mike White on, Steve Albini on. We do a great show. Could you record a promo? Not like, could, could you come do the show? But, but it must be a good show, I guess. Apparently not good enough for me. All right, am I done? Because the light was on.